When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. What up, what up? It feels good to be back. It's your boy C. Diddy, one half of the realest podcast ever. I'm Matt Makes Me Sick, the other half of the realest podcast And that's a fact, Jack. We are back, uh, not unexpectedly, but more so. Uh, it, it feels good to be. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, over. This nigga playing Tetris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it feels good to be ahead of the game. Um, you know, we've been uh, stockpiling content for the last few weeks, and that content is starting to release. Um, you know, if you hear the sound of my voice, hopefully you've already listened to the Sean Cotton audio. Hopefully you've already listened to the Black Poppy audio. Hopefully you are in anticipation of the Young Bob audio that'll be dropping yes, very yes, soon. Yeah, shout out, Young uh, Bob. The video for Sean Cotton should be out now. Uh, the video for Black Poppy will be out roughly Wednesday, Thursday-ish. Uh, we shot that with a 6K camera. It's going to take a while to render that footage and chop it up. Can we give a special shout-out to Big Dan? We have to give it. Listen, Big Dan swooped in. Can we get some hand claps for Big, Big Dan? Big Dan swooped in. And uh, I, I apologize to Dan. Dan is one of my best friends in the whole world. Me and Dan got a real... Uh, you know, a real deep relationship. Me and Dan met through other people, and now we don't fuck with any of the other people that we met through. And then it's just me and Dan left. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they 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 call me looking for him, and call him looking for me, and vice versa. But uh, Dan swooped in. We we basically had a technical issue with the Sean Cotton footage, which is why it didn't come out on uh, Monday, Tuesday, like mm-hmm. it was supposed to. There was a technical issue with the Sean Cotton footage. You know, I'm not going to bash the guys that shot it, but at the end of the day, you know, when you have certain equipment levels, you got to know how to work the equipment or you get exposed. And unfortunately, uh, you know, maybe they didn't necessarily know what they was doing with that movie grade Netflix, Amazon Prime movie camera. And uh, a big ass camera, big ass camera, big ass NBA camera, the big rig, the 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 drone that they use to shoot the fucking fight scenes in Lithuania, like a Gatling gun, (laughs) exactly that shit. Like the shot they shot Mortal Kombat with that that fucking camera. Um, and you know just a little bit of a hiccup, but you know they got us to, they got us eighty percent of the way because they you know they they were innovative enough to say yo we're gonna shoot this with a black magic have a look blah 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 and now, me Big Dan got in the lab Saturday. We locked in for like a good three hours, move this, cut this, put this here, you missing this, add this, color correct this, drop this all the way down on our uh, our hacked software, and now 
it's it's cinematography, baby. It's it's cinema grade shit. So I can confidently say now that it's done and ready to come out. Right. Uh, this is probably the best looking podcast in the history of Philadelphia. Okay. Easy. Like, um, you know, a six K quality. Had to compress it down, do the ninja shit, chop it up, and then now it's it's ready to come out. So, uh, shout out to Sean Cotton and everybody at Say Cheese for supporting the promotional aspect of this so yes, far. Yes, yes, um, You know, everything we post, they repost, tag this, this, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, that interview is doing extremely well just on the straight audio. And the Sean Cotton effect to TRPE is that... All the numbers are up. Yes. Because people come, oh, damn, these niggas is pretty dope. They know what they're talking about. They got some knowledge. Matt's funny. Let's listen to some other shit. And that's what they're doing. So across the board, everything was up roughly like 24% um, as far as listens over the past week. So shout out to Sean Cotton. Shout out to everybody from Say Cheese. Shout out to the plug, Cousin 20. And uh, the video uh, should be out now or on its way out um, if you're listening to this. And then uh, all that other content is either out or on its way out. Black Poppy, Young Bob, episode 144's video was out on YouTube. Fuck with the YouTube, please. Episode 144 yes, is out on yes, YouTube. Yes. The Louis V. Gutters interview was out on YouTube. It's doing very well. Um, what else? Uh, episode 143 with Tom Flies is out uh, where we got picked up on Philly Reddit. <laughs> that was that episode. <laughs> uh, and just a couple other things that's, you know, on the TR44 is up now. Um, so that's the uh, the DMX tribute episode. So. And we got a couple more that's going to be going up soon. So just, you know, fuck with us on uh, YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash C slash the realest podcast ever. And uh, that's pretty much that. Go to the website, officialtrpe.com. All of the audio and all of that is updated. When the videos go up, the videos get updated on the site, too. And uh, I lied last week. This week, new merch vendor, I promise. And we got all new designs and all that shit that's going up. Uh, Successful in the City shirts, PUA All-Stars. Uh, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. A couple different versions of y'all wear poor stories and war stories. What's up? Uh, computers putin. I got all types. Of, <laughs> I, I got all types of shit going up. You know what I'm saying? So support the brand. Buy a shirt when you see the link go up, and uh, that's pretty much it, man. On the administrative side, I want to give a shout out to our supporters, like For sure. our real deal, balls to the wall supporters. Have to the people who like fuck with everything we do. Y'all are all that. Man. Yeah. You want to do some shout outs? Uh, okay. I want to shout out some of the people that's, uh, you know, on the VIP tier, people that's, you know, interacting with the Patreon page, sending us questions. Subscri- subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com, official TRPE. If you are a member of the nigga with a safe First National Bank, we all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, <laughs> like, because we've had a lot of issues going on with some, some troubleshooting. <laughs> some been some troubleshooting on the way to the top. We heading to the top. And I, <laughs> but going to the top is some troubleshooting. One of my favorite lines in life is Eddie Morris. It's a long, lonely road to the top. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about it. You know what I'm saying? And we, we I was trying to explain to Chad earlier the thing with Patreon is they they attempt to take money from the first to the fifth, but everybody's banking situation works differently. They gotta move the check into the savings and the savings to the check-in. And they gotta and, take from their 401k. And, and then, then they then, gotta move this out of the flexible spending account. And, and then the, 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 you know they gotta it's uh, like you can't borrow charge. from the pension. Yeah, yeah like they like, gave they gave you the FSA debit yeah. card for you to go like be able to go to CVS and right. go to the doctor and pay your co-pays. Right. You can't charge the podcast yeah. to your FSA debit card. You, you, I 
I know yeah. it got a Visa logo. Yes. You can't charge that joint for the podcast. Like if the cards say Exxon <laughs> and your job gave it to you for gas, you you cannot you, use you, that. You can't one. put the, the it's not gonna work. When it come around, Patreon not gonna let that go through. Yeah. Then what happens is they come to us like like we we the problem. We didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, subscribe to the podcast with a account. That's a normal debit card or a normal credit card. It's not part of a check system situation. Yes. And is that a... It uh, doesn't have Martin Luther King on it. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have a picture of your uncle on it. Like, none of those cards <laughs> are valid. <laughs> Anything that don't have your name yeah. inscribed on it, embossed yeah. on it, is not the right card to sign up for the Patreon. If the card is all is lime green, <laughs> that is not the card. There ain't even numbers <laughs> on the card. So how did you get that into the system? No, the cards on the back. <laughs> you gotta. So, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, I do want to do some shout outs, man. Shout out to everybody on the VIP tier on Patreon. Uh, my man Brandon, uh, Aaron Dunbar, uh, Jamil, uh, Camille, Andrew, Jerry Clopton, Booby Miles, Ashley Robinson. Uh, Will Morant, uh, EK, shout out EK, Candisa Fane, who I think is my cousin. I don't know. I don't know where she came from, but we got the same last name. Mm -hmm. So you cuz automatically. Shout out to her. Uh, shout out to Lily. Shout out to Mr. Harris, uh, Donnell Jackson. Shout out uh, our graphic designer, Raj. He's on the VIP tier. Uh, shout out my man, Craig. Uh, anything is possible. Uh, Nashawn, uh, Javi Stone. Uh, Sugar Jones, Johnny Barnes, shout out Johnny. God damn, Johnny, where you been at, man? Shout out Johnny. Uh, uh, shout out my man uh, Maurice Duxon, one of the best real estate agents and uh, real estate brokers in the city. Uh, Jacqueline, one name I like that, like Prince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my man Sebs, <laughs> another one name. Ty uh. Tyrone Hilton, Brandon Bailey. It's just a lot of Phil. Uh, shout out Phil, tissue in the tape. Yeah, uh, all the way down in VA. Ken. Standing Man 1820, uh, Mr. Parker, who who hit me up. He hit me up and apologized. Yeah, I'm sorry. I took so long to get on the Patreon. I'm on some bullshit, but I got it together now. Uh, how do I work this? How yeah. do I work this shit? And he's been supporting ever since. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good Lord. And uh, I was letting you go. Oh, yeah. To, to, <laughs> we only got like three more. Talita Davis. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Janice Gordon, <clears throat> Katrina, and that's it. That's all of the uh, VIPs from the recent Patreon activity, man. We appreciate y'all's support. We appreciate your uh, your funding. It helps us be able to do more cool shit. As promised, we've been turning up the content. We've been pushing out more content. And it's like, you know, with y'all support, we're able to do all of this cool shit and drop three, four, five, eight podcasts in a week. All that dope shit. It's so, man, we appreciate like, y'all. Yo, really, really are pumping out the material. We're like, a real media company. It's like now. whispers. We have a budget. <laughs> we have money. <laughs> <laughs> we, yes, we have funding. Like, it's pretty up. Shout out to the studio because they've been fucking with us super. For heavy. sure, man. They've basically given us the keys to the car. Yes, you it's a I mean? real partnership now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I need to come in this day, this time. They're like, all right, cool. Then somebody was supposed to record, kicking them the fuck out. 
<laughs> uh, shout out to our new uh, water sponsor, Liquid Death. Yeah. You're not feeling it? It's water. It's water? All right, cool. it, it's, it's just, it's water in a can. <laughs> it's fucking you up. And it it, it looks like Colt 45. <laughs> it so. literally looks like Colt 45. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm about to like... You expecting the, the a little bit of a wino aftertaste? <laughs> you expecting the hops to hit you, and you like, oh, it's just water. Yeah, yeah shout Did out. You see me smell it when I open <laughs> it. <laughs> shout out to our water sponsor, Liquid Death, uh, Mountain Water, drinking water from the Alps. They got this cool logo here, and uh, like I know it's water, but yeah. still, I smell Yo, the, it. The, I didn't even peep the the tagline, "Murder your thirst." <laughs> Yo, this is great. This is the best water company of all time, man. Murder your thirst. Yo. 500 milliliters. This is great, man. This is literally like it. Literally, look, it feels like a Coke 45. It, it said, "All right, let's read. Let's read the can here. This infinity recyclable can of stone cold mountain water came straight from the Alps to murder your thirst. When a group of teenagers set off into the mountains for a weekend of drinking regular water and plastic bottles, they became hunted by a aluminum can of mountain water that was dead set on murdering their thirst and recycling their souls." <laughs> Once cracked open, no thirst is safe from liquid death. After ritually dismembering its thirst victims, this brutal can of water used the severed body parts of dead thirst to build itself a flesh suit, which it used as a disguise to get a job in marketing. But liquid death never took the job. It murdered a bunch of more thirst instead. This is the greatest lit fucking water company of all time. Man. Yeah, white people. <laughs> you know they white. <laughs> this is fantastic. What? And it's good. Watching Matt sniff the can before. <laughs> Yo, because in my mind, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is in this can. That's like that day I was in it? here and I thought one of them cans was like a, a, a non-alcoholic seltzer and it was yeah. a malt beverage. Man. And I didn't realize it till I was nine sips in. I'm like, wait, what is this? This hoppy taste afterwards. And it's really water. It's actually good water. Yeah. But it's just... It's in a can. Shout out to the crew, Liquid Death, man. New uh, water sponsor. They've been saying it for years. Y'all need a water sponsor. Well, we got one. Shout out to Liquid Death. Yeah. So, uh, how was your weekend? What's today? Today is, is Monday. Monday. Oh, oh, uh, what did I do? Oh, my God. I had a horrible weekend. Oh, damn. I smashed my head into the fare box on the bus. All dumb. You don't see the hickey? Or did it go down? It went down some, but I yeah. see it now yeah. that you pointed out. I see it. Yeah, I dropped my AirPod and just on the like I did that. Jump. Boom, boom, right into the fare box. So that was what's worse: banging your head on the fare box or banging your foot on the uh like the uh the crown molding on the uh on the corner. Crown molding, like you know, like on the floor, like you have the uh, oh oh base, um, the baseboards and shit on the floor. I live in a trap, so we don't, <laughs> you don't we don't have any baseboards. Yeah, no, like, nah. I um, I, my bed is a sleigh. Okay, like I got a sleigh. You know, I slept in a queen bed the other night. That was a whole nother story. <laughs> I I have a, a a sleigh king. Okay, and it doesn't like the the feet are like. Retracted. Okay. You know how people be like they stub their toe. On oh the yeah, that that little metal thing with the wheel yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the wheel. <laughs> yeah, the, it's like their box spring sits on a dolly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't have one. The of free John. I'm, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna give you. The, if you get the box. You pay me fifty for the box spring. I give you these. Slats. Yeah, I give you these Jones. These you metal gotta, slats. You gotta put them together with an Allen key. Yeah, but that's nah. how you know the pussy gonna be fire when you come over and that's all she, she got. That in the room ain't no. Real frame. Yeah. It's just the box spring with the Maddie on top of the metal jaws. You in top? You for the time of your life. Hey man. And let you bring some uh, some Chick Fil A over. You gonna have a good old time. 
Somebody recently said one of them drones, like, you know the pussy. I was crying. What the <laughs> fuck was it? The, uh... Oh, when you come in the house and she asks you if you want something to drink and she give you soda out of a two liter that's been open. <laughs> like, you know, that was about to be been open. <laughs> <laughs> open for two days. Like, man, the seven up flat is all hell. <laughs> but fuck it. Ain't even no, ain't even no. Yeah, you, the kid. It sound like water. <laughs> sound like nothing. Yeah. Um, oh, and then I fell the other day on uh, coming down. Yeah, on, it was man? bad, though. It was rough. I. I went to Lee Mom house and I'm walking down the steps and I I I have big feet, right? Mm-hmm. I wear a 15, everybody knows this. So my feet tend to be bigger than steps. <laughs> so I don't go down steps like you go down sideways. I go down sideways like one at a time. Pretty much I go up steps the same way and it's crazy looking back on it last year when I broke my hand, I fell down, down the steps. Step. Right. And I, I, my feet, it, it will get tangled up, it, especially if you put on like the vapor waffles with that back flap. <laughs> Man, listen, like, accident waiting yeah. there. So I'm going down the steps one at a time, and she, I don't know what the hell, but she was, she was like, because we were like in the foyer coming down like the big staircase. Okay, and I don't know, she was like over the banister, like saying something, and I turned around, and I thought I was on the. I, I thought I was done with the steps. Three more steps. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> and steps. another thing. It's like, it was more steps. And I thought I was on flat ground, so I started walking like I was on the, the floor. And yeah. it turns out there was more steps. So I, like, fell clean on my hip on some old man shit. Hey. Yeah, that joint was, was terrible. That stinks. Yeah. Everybody started coming out of rooms. and <laughs> People thought something was like the house was caving in. I'm like, no, nah, that was a 300-pound body. <laughs> so they hit the house with an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors coming over and shit. Like, yeah, that shit was, that joint was not good. Uh, question. Have you watched the Michael B. Jordan movie yet? Mm-mm. So, Michael B. Jordan. I, I saw th- a few of my coworkers saying how great of an actor he is. And these are my coworkers <laughs> who... All right, now, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> now like, you know, so I, I can't put too much stock in what I, they I, say. I watched the movie. I watched the movie. It was it's Tom Clancy's uh, "Without Remorse," which is basically the precursor to the Rainbow Six series, mm-hmm. um, which they allude to at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it yet. But, uh, you know, they marketed the hell out of this movie. I'm sure it's gotten hella traffic. It's probably br- already broke coming to America's record for uh, the biggest movie on Amazon Prime to mm-hmm. date because they, they put, they've been pushing this shit since Christmas time. Okay. Uh, so the movie is out. <clears throat> the general premise of the movie is like s- this spy, CIA, double cross. The CIA is always working both sides and trying to fuck the people in the middle mm-hmm. and He's this action hero. And one thing I can say, acting chops aside, that motherfucker going to get in shape for a role. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker look like uh, Apollo Creed <laughs> in this movie, okay. physically speaking. Lauren London's in it for like four minutes. Uh, she gets smoked, for those of you out there that haven't uh, seen the movie yet. Thank you for ruining uh, it. Yeah, though. absolutely. No, no, no doubt. Uh, Lauren London gets smoked, um, and then he goes on this revenge tour. Kill Is my he with Lauren London. That's his wife. Okay, kill so my wife and my unborn child. Killing all you niggas. So it's like a remake of Passenger Fifty Seven. It's Passenger Fifty Seven mixed with Die Hard, mixed with uh, every war movie ever, mixed with Homeland. Okay, 
It's like a it's like a jambalaya of. You remember Patch Fifty Seven, Wesley Snipes' wife, who got killed? Yeah, in, in the armed robbery. Yep. John Cutter. Yeah. Uh, what's his What's his name? I forget his name in this goddamn movie. But uh, I think his name's John something. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, John, it's John something, and then at the end, he has to change his identity. He gets a he gets a pardon from the government for for killing everybody, and then he, and he gets a million dollars in cash, and then he gets a new passport, and his name is John Clark. Now. The, the other day, <laughs> the other day on Facebook, it was one of those. It, it was like it had all the, like martial art people. Yeah. It was like Bruce Lee, the guy from Umbach, Jet Li, Michael Jai White. Wesley Snipes, Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, it was like nine of them. And it was like, you're in a fight um, with ten people about to get rolled on. Which three of these do you have to help you save your life? So people was picking, like, their numbers or who they would take. Yeah. And it was somebody in the comments was like, I don't understand why Wesley Snipes is on here and people are actually picking him. Like, y'all be believing these movies a little bit too much. And I'm like, bro, Wesley, a 38-degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Wesley, fuck around, kill everybody on this. <laughs> Wesley, <laughs> Wesley, and, well, Michael Jai White is my Mike, first pick. Michael Jai White legitimately can kill like, he you. Can he's, kill he's registered yes. with his hands. Like, he yes. can't fight He's you. a weapon. Yeah. Michael Jai White, then Wesley, and then it's like, cut the deck with the rest of them, uh, Niggas, like, I, I, it's like Bruce Lee or the boy from Umbach, like one of them. Like Michael yeah. Jai White said, I would kill Bruce Lee. People was like, No, you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like people believe the legend of Bruce Lee. He like Bruce Lee is five one, one hundred and seven pounds. I would kill him. None of that shit works in a street fight. In Bruce Lee's defense, though, I watched the joint the other day. Bruce Lee was drinking henny, <laughs> so it's like a little ninja no henny drink henny. That's probably the scariest shit on earth. Somebody was like, um. On Twitter was like Henny is disgusting and I'll fight whoever want to argue or I'll fight whoever got a problem with it. And somebody was like, "You trying to fight niggas going off the Henny? <laughs> like what the fuck?" But yeah, I seen that shit the other day about Wesley and I'm like, because they they was uh, in the comments. I'm I'm like reading the comments on the yeah. door and I'm sure somebody brought up like um, black actors who don't have stunt doubles and shit. Yeah. And somehow somebody brought Michael B. Jordan into the joint <laughs> and it was like. Bro, Wesley Snipes would legitimately rip Michael B. Jordan's head off. <laughs> he would rip his titty meat off his chest, <laughs> off his pet. I'm Ugh. like, maybe y'all little niggas really just don't know. But I'm like, yo, Wesley Snipes dead as like a 19 degree yeah, black belt. They don't yo. get it. Like he played Blade for a reason. Yeah, it was based on him. Yeah, he's just not a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, people, people, people take shit too far. But yeah, Michael Jai White and Wesley Snipes are the only choices on that list. You could take you could take Charles Bronson for a third. Uh, the other day, the other day was like them. the uh, the anniversary of Lupe Fiasco's first album. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't F see that. Food and liquor. Yeah, and I I was seeing the comments and shit on Twitter, so it made me like go and just look because it was talking about his career and how. He had the shot to like be a, a big, big deal, and he actually reached it later on in an album that wasn't... You know, he had Food and Liquor, which was like heralded. Yeah, then what was his the next cool. joint? The Cool. Was it The Cool? Mm -hmm. The Cool was like considered to be like an A-plus all yeah, across the, the board. Like yeah. all the Rolling Stone, all that shit gave it. But then his next album was Lasers. Lasers yeah. And that didn't have the critical acclaim, but it was his best commercially performing yeah. album. That was the album that Atlantic made him make. Yeah. So I was just like looking at like his his like... You know, his lineage of his career. Yeah. And I'm reading this shit and it was just like, yo, the cool came out. It sold 134,000 copies the first week. It was 14th on Billboard. Right. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's like, when they was juking the stats. That's why I was just <laughs> like, yo, like, 
Think if you sell one hundred and forty thousand now, you got the number, number one. one. Album. It's money not bag even close. yo just sold a buck forty. Number one, you album. got the number one album. I'm like, Dale, you could sell one hundred and forty thousand at one time and yeah. dead ass not even be in the top ten in a week. Yeah. That's how much shit was coming out and how high them numbers yeah. was. That fucked me up a little bit reading yeah. that. We've never really talked about Lupe on this podcast for whatever reason, but Lupe's like we have a, talked uh, about him. Remember, I brought him up when we was talking about his documentary, his interview he did where he was uh, talking about niggas with Rolexes and Ferrari yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Like Lupe is a, a very smart guy. He's a Jedi ninja when it yeah. comes to like actual just rapping. Like, there's not many people that can just rap better than Lupe Fiasco, but he basically, you know, kamikaze his own career because he felt like I'm in a bad deal. Y'all gave me a <clears throat> y'all gave me a lot of money. There's no back end money. Mm-hmm. There's no oversight to any of this when I try to audit y'all. Uh, y'all trying to make me make records that I don't want to fucking make, even though my core fan base wants these other type of records that I'm just producing, but y'all won't let me release them. Right. I had to fucking pick it outside of Warner Brothers in Atlantic's office in mm-hmm. New York City in order to get Lasers released, even though that was the commercial trash ass album y'all asked me to make. Right. And it's just like. You know, whenever he speaks, he's somebody that I try to listen to because he he he's a, he has a wealth of knowledge and he's been around a long time and he's been around all the power players and all the people that matters. He was at, he was with Jay Z. They was supposed to sign him to the Rock. Jay Z ended up executive producing his first album. Even Jay Z got him his deal. Got him his deal at yeah, Atlantic yeah. because Hip Hop and G yeah. had went over to Atlantic, which was the two top A and R's at Rockefeller. So Jay like fuck it, I'm gonna filter him over to y'all. And then Jay got the EP credit and the points on the first album. Um, and then Pharrell did a bunch of songs for him, and he was on Touch the Sky with Kanye and this and this. And it's like everybody believed in Lupe, and he just, you know, for the greater good of his own sanity, he just kamikaze his, his like pop career, and now he's just, you know, like an underground king intentionally, though. Have you thought ever thought about like where this podcast can go? I think about it every day. It, it, I'm obsessed with. I, the I, I low key him too, and I'm scared to death. Wrong. <laughs> At least I know I'm gonna I'm have to get. I'm gonna crazy. be trying to get niggas' IP addresses and come to the crib. Like Dog. I'm afraid. Like Dog. me and Sachi was talking about this shit the other day, because I was just talking like strategy and what we had coming up with the pod and all of that shit. And and we was basically both in agreement. Like once you crack ten thousand views, that's past your core audience. Right. Now you're in the internet realm. Right. And once you're in the internet right. realm, there's so much scrutiny that exists. Even if you're doing the dopest shit ever. Right. There's people that are just come to be like, I hate that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just leave. Like, just come comment. I hate that shirt. I ain't like the sneaks you had on last week. Like, there are people mm. that literally, like, comment on the Joe Button podcast YouTube every week just to be like, I don't like what Joe got on. Then next week, like, you wore that shirt four weeks ago. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like shit like that. So, it like... I know that, like, once certain eyes, we talk about all the time, we need just one moment for us to catapult out of here. But I'm afraid that once we reach certain eyes, I might not be able to handle it. Oh, listen, I don't know. Listen. It scares the shit out of me. I told Jules, I could see me walking around with, like, a leather glove and an eagle. <laughs> 
like, like sickening for motherfuckers. Like real shit. Because people are fucking crazy. For sure. People are annoying as shit. And I, I'm doing better with it. Like I feel like it was funny the other day I was uh, at the loop and one of the drivers, I ain't never seen him. He just he opened the door and was like, yo, I know you hate people coming up on you, but y'all fucked <laughs> with the podcast. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm not a wild animal. Like I ain't like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I appreciate it. And like I leave, I walking back cross street, car roll past, check out the window, like, yeah. Matt, what's up, Matt? Made me sick. And it, it you know, I do get that shit a lot. Like people just, you know, you at the store, oh yeah. shit, y'all fucks with the podcast. I walked in landmark one night and the security was in there. He was like he was like, Oh no, clear this shit the fuck out. Y'all don't know who this is? This this is a top podcaster in Philly. Get out of his way. Who who with you, big it, dog? It, it had to be Jules. Uh, yeah, big Jules. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, man, he's, who is Shout you? Out Jules. You know, I'm gonna get you a table right now. Hold on, we ain't, you ain't waiting in no lines. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this shit feel kind of yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell me some extra sour cream next to my motherfucking case. Like, I ain't get none of this yeah. as a party promoter. You no, know, it's, it's 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 real. Like I think about that shit, and it's just being in that space where everything's under the microscope. Everything's like. What you doing? Where you going? Yeah. What's this about? You know, I know I'm getting canceled the third week. Soon, as soon as we make the shade room, they gonna cancel me for some shit I did in '98. Like, like I was in high school. Even with the with the weight loss shit, like every time I look up and see that shit somewhere, like, here we go again. You just like here we go, and you 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 see on depending on what page it's on. Yeah, you see the comments, and you just like this shit's about to be. Yeah, on. like I look like, at I look at um I think our biggest contemporary and like kind of uh somebody. You know, we can look as far as like upward mobility. I look at Jesus and Mero, and it's like right. there's somebody that did it their way, did it the right way, kept their IP and their ownership, did a deal with Vice, did a bad deal with Vice, but it got them the audience <clears throat> that was past their initial audience mm-hmm. to be able to then go and then parlay it into a deal with CBS Showtime to where now these niggas is boxing commentators and yeah. all of this shit and it's like I think we're well rounded enough to be able to do that same sort of shit yeah, I can sit on first take right we can go and sit on my fucking undisputed we can, yeah, yeah no, no way around like those them yearly hip hop panels that Rap yeah. Radar and shit was doing it's like I see it for us but it's like Scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> Scared to death. Who the fuck is he? You know, <laughs> right. like, Who the yeah. fuck is this yeah. nigga with yeah. all this information yeah. sitting up here trying to tell me that uh, Red Man's second album was a classic? Fuck him. I so wasn't even like, alive. I, I look at situations like Lupe Fiasco or Dave Chappelle, or this is the reason to me bringing that up, is like, what, you what, gotta, you what, gotta crash your shit what, sometimes. Yeah, what if I'm cool? <laughs> Like they always will make it seem like you're crazy or you yeah. didn't work hard enough or you didn't do this or you didn't or, or damn you could have been the man if you and it's just like what if I'm good yeah and I had this conversation with somebody the other day I'm like not everybody like rappers have this thing especially rappers now I'm grinding till I'm at a billy I'm going for a billy yeah. I gotta like, get you a know billy. how hard it is to make a billy and be like only two and a half of y'all <laughs> <laughs> done made it to a billy in 45 years you understand what i'm saying from 1976 to now you see what i'm saying two and a half niggas jay done made it puff done made it and dre done made and it, dre done made it. That's and it. two of them is like <laughs> right that we don't know they a bad weekend away <laughs> Nigga, niggas get extra cheese when they whopper niggas ain't billionaires tomorrow like you just don't really know so it's like the chances of of, of you What's poppin' guys? It's JG here from Blowing Smoke. 
If you're a fan of fun, insightful, and breakthrough conversations, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Blowing Smoke podcast, a show that covers life experiences and firsthand testimonies from some of the biggest names in your favorite industries. And all that brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. As you know, uh, young slapperhole, whatever the fuck your name is, like getting to a billion, it's not, yeah. it's not reality. Yeah. But what if? God's plan for you is to make $32 million and then become a pillar in your hood for the little boys and girls with exactly. rebuilding the pool and building up the, the football program like Big U do right. or doing the football thing like Snoop do. You're like, What if that's your path? And a lot of times I think we get so like lost in the sauce of trying to be at this mythical status yeah. that... What if that? What if it's just in the cards for me to make five million dollars and retire? Right. What if? Listen, when I used to work for Enterprise, <clears throat> my last job at Enterprise, I was doing corporate sales. I was working in the fleet department, um, and uh, <laughs> I was working in the fleet department. And uh, my boss at the time, Dan Hughes, always used to say, like at the time, he was probably. 42, 43 or something like that. So relatively young. Like mm-hmm. he's in his financial earning prime as a male and he was right. going up. And uh, he always used to say, like, once I'm worth six million, I can retire. He was like, it's like, I don't even have to have the six mil liquid. Like if I'm worth six million between assets, cash, and investments, yeah. like I'm good. I'm set for life. I can take care of my parents. I can do da, 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 da. six million. That's the fucking number. So it's like, so when you hear people that like just had six dollars eight weeks ago and now you're like i'm grinding till i get a billion it's like can we get to a million dollars first yeah can we get the four hundred thousand yeah can we get to five million first like there's so many steps like you don't just like skip a rock across a water and become a fucking billionaire like (laughs) even look at what Nas is doing right now like you invest in everything you take some losses but then you have a streak of wins and then you go from 40 million to 400 right that's more likely and but that's over a fifteen year period of you angel investing into everything. Everything like you don't turn down nothing. Oh, what, liquid death, it? everything, everything, everything yeah. that drops. How much money they need? Eight thousand. All right, cool. How much does this company need? Forty two thousand. You just you just give up the bread indiscriminately in the belief that at some point it'll work. Something's gonna stick. But for every triller, there's a vine. Right. For every fucking uh, liquid death or company that works there's some upstart water company that just goes fucking belly up and there's no reprieve for the people that invested that money and their time into that product and didn't get it but that's what you have to do in order to reach that sort of money like in order to make a billion dollars in 2021 you either have to invent some transformative product Mm -hmm. that moves technology in the world forward in some manner right um, Rick Ross just in, invested a million dollars into this telehealth company mm-hmm. with this guy that's a serial tech uh, entrepreneur that's popped off a bunch of nine-figure companies. So it's like something to that effect. Right. But that million ain't going to 1,000x. Like no. it's going to be a million, and then we might need another million, and then we might need yeah, four the, million. To, like, the, to get to that type of money of, of being a billionaire, like you said, you're going to have to push the world forward. You're going to have to invent some transformative shit. But you're not going to get to a billion dollars rapping and trapping like a fool. Impossible. It's just not going to happen. Impossible. So I was saying this shit to my homie. I'm like, what if it's just not in the cards? The, yeah. do you making it to $9 million, does that mean you're a failure because you don't got 400 And that's right. where we've kind of gotten lost, especially in our culture, where it's like, 
we have this thing where it's like, oh, only only he's doing good. Yeah. And it'd be like, nah, yo, like I know people who make $200,000 a year. I know people who make $60,000 a year. Both of their lives are okay. Yeah. You might not have this car or you might not have that house or that watch, but it's just like, if you comfortable and you can do what the fuck you, like, again, perfect, I was saying this shit to him. He was like, I don't understand what made people go get X3s, BMW, the truck. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, because it's like the X5, shit, the X7 is out. And I'm like, what if somebody wanted an X3? Right. The X3s are the most, you know, they're the most sold BMW yeah. S- SVU. And then, I mean, S- SVU, SUV. SUV. And, then the, and then the X5, and then the, the X7, and then the X6. They said, I read The a, coupes don't, they're like not- They don't sell. sell. Yeah, literally. They, I read, a, I was- I was They're I, almost loss leaders. Yo, they are. Yeah. Like, it's like, they, they are literally selling seven times more X5s than X6s. Duh, I was reading a joint about being, <laughs> I mean, uh, Mercedes with the GLC as opposed to the GLE. Yeah. And, it, and then opposed to the GLS. And it was just like, yeah, the, the, the coupe versions of, of trucks, they don't really That's sell. That's why they charge you $10,000 more for right. them because they know we're going to sell one fifth of the amount so we charge you 10 bands more so that we can make up some of this L every fucking time but Mercedes is doing so bad on the GLC they're discontinuing it they just made the GLA bigger and they're like we're just gonna get rid of this shit mm-hmm. all together they brought out they brought out a GLB yeah I saw yeah. the B the B is like all like it's there. it looks like a scion almost yeah, yeah like, like I saw one like in, I saw one in traffic and I'm like what the fuck is that and I'm like oh that's a GLB and you can get those in diesel you uh-huh. you can't get the other ones in uh, my diesel homie got a uh, Volkswagen uh, Passat okay in diesel actually got like nine hundred miles to a fucking it's tank. nuts yeah it's fucking I was crazy. looking at uh, trucks a the TDI other day because I'm, I'm ready to get, I'm ready to, uh, get rid of my uh, my lease I'm about to turn my lease in for my uh, for my Honda and I'm looking at like like a nice everyday like luxury truck not nothing too crazy though but I, there's a, a a thirty diesel version of the X7. But you can't get them in the United States. Yeah, but I really. saw them; they fucking beautiful, and I'm just like, "That's what the fuck I need!" Like rugged in the snow, any weather fucking condition, it looks good. Got crazy curb appeal, and then you getting a hundred miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck I need. Can't get it. Yeah. So I'm back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to square fucking one. So yeah, so you want to make a billion? You got to create some transformative product. <clears throat> you got to invest in a company that makes transformative fucking products. Uh, but my, or but my, you have to partner with some legendary fucking house of whether it be fashion, media, something to that effect, and then y'all just catch a crazy break on a stock. Yeah, like my, my thing is like with bringing it full circle back to like the talk of the podcast, it's like what if it's in the cards for us to get a deal on a major network, we take it and go over and do a television show or go over and do, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah. We do it. And we make enough money to where you decide, yo, I'm going to invest in real estate. And I'm like, well, nigga, I'm going to play poker. Right. And we decide, all right, we're going to step away, but we still going to have the media company and we're going to put on other this, that, yeah. and third. It's like, are, do they, are they going to do an unsung about us? <laughs> <laughs> right. Did we fail? Is yeah, that yeah. an L? <laughs> and, and it's just, we have this thing where it's like it's all about the money. Yeah. It's all about who can make the most money when it really shouldn't be that. Yeah. Because you could make... Mike Tyson made four hundred million dollars and had gave it all l- back. Lost all of that shit. <laughs> gave it all back. So it's like it's him making four hundred million dollars and then losing it all. Or what's the ball uh, with the nose ring from the Saints? The running back, uh, 
Kamar. Kamar. Alvin Kamar. Alvin Kamar. You know he hasn't spent the NFL check. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Beast Mode did the same thing. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. He hasn't spent. Yeah, lived off NFL. his endorsements. So it's just like he a nigga from Oakland. Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Got 50 million. You're on <laughs> out the door. He not a failure, but he don't got a billion. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, we've gotten like lost in that, like, got to get a billion, got to get a billion. Yeah, I think ca- capitalism has ruined people to to a certain extent. And I'm a very. To the point where people don't even, be- like, people don't even look at, like, good money as, like, a good life anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, <clears throat> once you got 50 million, <clears throat> it ain't a lot of shit that you can't access that the nigga with a hundred got. Yeah. Now the guy that got five hundred, he could do some different type of shit. Yeah, bigger yacht, bigger, bigger yacht, whatever. But it's it. like it's 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 toys at that it's point. Toys. Though. It's the, not lifestyle. Like it's Paul, all fucking toys, Paul, y'all. Paul Allen had a two hundred and twenty six million dollar uh, super yacht, mega yacht. Yeah, two hundred and twenty six million dollars for this joint. If you're making that type of money that Paul that? Allen is making, no, two hundred twenty six million for sure. Yeah, I think that was like if, if if you making that type of money though. You know how hard you're working and how much you're working? You don't even get to get on that motherfucker but twice a year? Maybe. That's a tax deferment, though. Like, that's what people don't be understanding. Like, when you playing I'm that- sorry, 325 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I was definitely I'm, I'm like, no, it's at minimum 220. 414-foot uh, mega yacht called the Octopus has eight decks, an elevator, a cinema, two helipads, and a glass-bottomed underwater observation lounge. It's on the market right now for 325 million <laughs> or 295 million euros. So it's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't- I, It's like, toys because the thing toys. is, if I, if I got 50 million, I could rent his yacht. Right. I don't need to own I I don't I don't need to own a three hundred twenty five million dollar yacht. You know what I'm saying? So it's like y'all y'all taking the same vacations, y'all fucking the same bitches for the most part. Like you're not like, leaving Earth. Exactly. Like it's, you're not, like, it's, you're it's, not it's only but so much you can do. It's only one Tokyo. It's one Johannesburg. <laughs> right? It's one giraffe house yeah. in Kenya. It's one goddamn uh 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 Maldives. It's it, like it's yeah. it's literally one of these. Like I think about it, not trying to be funny. I can go to the Maldives. Yeah, like dead. Literally, I got, I got enough credit. My man, I could book a Maldives. My man's son just was in the Maldives like, for his birthday. So it's like, yeah, it's, and and that's me. I'm, I'm whipping the 49. Right. So it's just like, so it's like, I think people just be missing like the the access part of it, yeah. like and not understanding. I like, yeah, it's cool to have a billion or 500 million or whatever, but the people below them, that's you know between five million and up, it's like. You st- if you manage your money properly and you got good credit, with five million liquid, you can live like you got fifty million. Yeah, easy. Yeah, because all right, they it's the person with five hundred million can buy the island. Mm-hmm. I can go there. The person that with five, with uh with a uh, with two billion can buy the mega yacht. I can rent it. Right. Like I'm still I still can enjoy the same shit, and I might be able to enjoy it more than they do because somebody that's making two billion a year. Don't got time to be on vacation like right. that. Gotta run his companies. Like Puff's a billionaire <laughs> and he he hangs with Meek. Like y- your life doesn't necessarily get that much. Not saying it doesn't get crazier, but it's like you're still gonna be in the realm of everything else. Yes, it's like you're not gonna escape Earth. You're gonna see. You're gonna see some shit. Like once you cross certain financial thresholds, you're gonna see some shit that's like, 
holy shit. And then after a while, the thresholds that you keep crossing, you stop seeing shit. Like, it's not that much of a difference. It's like, oh, well, how about come around the back of the resort? <laughs> like, come around the back yeah. of the villa. Like You can come in underground. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like little access points but the lifestyle shit is not that much different right now as far as what you own and what you have and like your accessibility to coagulate on things yes that changes that's different but in the grand scheme of things it's a lot of people who came through this rap shit entertainment shit sports shit that aren't billionaires that are living great lives filthy you know what i'm saying Filthy. Living great lives. Ross ain't a billionaire. Ross worth about 50, 60. Ross got. He probably uh, worth more than that now. What, he bought a hundred cars. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like Birdman had, at his height had a hundred cars. Like, niggas ain't billionaires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas is hovering around a hundred. But my thing 20. is, is, and I guess this is where I'll be at the most, because a lot of shit really doesn't entice me. It doesn't. I'll right. be honest with you. I'm not in the clothes. I'm really not in the jewelry. I really don't give a fuck about that shit. The one thing I do like is cars. I know the money come, I'm going to, I can park crazy. <laughs> I know I can fuck it up on some cars. Yeah. And just, oh, oh, watch out. I got I to bring, <laughs> I got to pull this one out to get the other one. Like, I know that. Yeah. But it's like, we had, like, even down to like the, the two watches. I hate it. I don't give a fuck how good life get. I'm never going to. And does that make me a loser or a failure because I don't have two watches? Because that shit is tacky. (laughs) But but it's like (laughs) niggas do it to show, oh, yeah, I got the bust down Cardi and I got the bust down AP. And it's just like. What? (laughs) And that's how I be. And I'm just I don't give a fuck what we sign for. I'm not putting on two watches. I'm never going to do that. One thing about what's going on right now with inflation and everything like that and commodities being up and gold being up and all that. It's really giving niggas a economics lesson on like your bust down really not worth shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how much money you pay for it. Like it's super not worth shit because like on Chrono Twenty Four they got the Paddock Philippe section. And they go, got all the Paddock models and then it say Paddocks with diamonds and the Paddocks with diamonds is fifty two thousand and the plain Paddock is ninety five. Yeah. So it's like if you pay. 25 grand for that watch four years ago like i almost did and that was worth 95 i'm positive you would be sick to your stomach if you fucking put diamonds in it and it's like that sort of shit it's like motherfuckers is learning a lot of shit on the fly and it's putting like life in like class type stuff like in perspective in terms of like things like that things that are like accessible to all of us and it's showing people like this is why you shouldn't do this but it's not stopping them. It's not stopping them. That's the crazy part. It's in their face, and it's still not stopping. Oh, Dogeback? Yeah. I oh, yeah. That. No, we're going to talk about crypto today for sure, because yeah. I, I, uh, Ethereum uh, is kicking ass. Yeah, I saw Doge went back. Doge up. went back up. It's over 40. Uh, I bought some more Doge. I had bought it and sold out maybe like a month ago, and then I bought back into it. Uh, but fucking Ethereum is kicking ass. The, um, the, I saw a little baby the other day. He had on so many chains. I'm just like, this little nigga's going to need a cane when he gets older. Like, yo, that's a lot of fucking chains, man. And his, he had a video with DJ Khaled and... Little Dirt. I know. Little Dirt. Yeah. And DJ Khaled like came in the video and was like, yeah, man, we working. And you know what little baby did? Yeah, man, we working. <laughs> and then the video cut the little dog was like, yeah, man, we work. And it's just like... What the fuck is it about? Our, <laughs> niggas act like Icy watches like they're Power Ranger. <laughs> like, like, I got to show this shit off to, like, ignite Definitely my, working. Yeah, like, this shit is crazy. In case you was wondering, we work it. And it's just like, dog, if you... 
like if if you don't do that, do you not seem as successful? I mean, but the thing is, you know who not doing that? Kendrick. You, you know who not doing that? J. Cole. You see what I'm saying? You know who not doing that? Drake. You see what I'm saying? None of these niggas is more successful than them. We me and Ross used to always <laughs> joke like I want to get little chain rich. You ever notice when rappers come in, it'd be the most gigantic, yeah. ridiculous chains ever. Then as the money gets real and they become like owners of labels, it's like you see Rick Ross, he got a little chain. Yeah, small chain. Jay-Z every now and then. <laughs> Jay-Z will put on a big dumbass 10 kilo, but it's like purpose. Yeah. But you see him on a regular puff, it just be little crosses, like little. It's just like, yeah, I want to get little chain rich, where it's yeah. like, I don't got to have on my face <laughs> or a big ass Buist Avenue <laughs> street sign. <laughs> like, like cause the, the jewelry, it just... We not from 63rd. Yo, I saw Moneybag Yo the other day. That nigga had on... Apparently, he's won like nine Super Bowls. The nigga, <laughs> he had a Super Bowl ring on every finger. Two watches... It, it just it just be too much, yo. Yeah. 6'9 had on four watches one day I seen him. If you don't got this watch, little nigga, if you don't got this watch, don't even talk to me. I don't care if I'm a rat. You don't got this watch, <laughs> you poor. <laughs> I don't care if I'm a rat. <laughs> so, yeah, it just, that should at times be like, damn, am I, am I like hip enough to be in the in the entertainment shit and on the scene? Because it's like, I'm I'm telling you. I'm literally going to have on ball shorts <laughs> at the Grammys. <laughs> like this, I don't give a fuck about like none of uh, that Matt. Shit. You're presenting. Now, hey, listen, <laughs> give me the envelope. Like what the fuck? It's just we have this thing where it's like, and I peeped it the other day on Instagram. All the girls look exactly the same: black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Dior sand slippers they all look the same. Dior bag. It's the same print. The mm-hmm. sa- it, it's the same shit. Those those Bottega Veneta, the little puffy square uh, slide ins. It's those or it's the uh, what else is another one that they all have fucking run to now. Um, damn, what I just, part of our record on Mondays don't niggas understand. People just insist on calling me. Oh, you know how that <laughs> should be. But it's just it's all the same shit. Yeah, the little niggas. It's all the the same sneakers, the same jeans, the same shirt, the same watch, yeah. the same car. Damn near. It is just. I was having a conversation with this jeweler last week. Like if you don't fit the mold, then you not. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, somebody, That's how it is. Somebody that a friend of mine, a real close friend of mine, knows inherited a jewelry store from his father on South Street. And uh, he's trying to figure out, you know, how to get it off the ground and this, this, this and this and whatever. So we had like a little brief meeting and I was just telling him, like, listen, bro, like you want to get I was like, motherfucker, niggas is really only buying four or five things like Uh (laughs) Rolexes, APs, couple Patex. Uh, I said they buying Cuban links. They buying rope chains, uh, Hermes link here and there, a Figaro here and there. It's like that's all you need to be successful in a jury game. You just got to be willing to spin the bread. That's all. Remember when Jay-Z and Kanye came out with the Otis song? How did Jay-Z start his job? I invented swag. Popping bottles, putting supermodels in a cab. Uh, I forget the rest of it. I invented swag. Popping bottles, putting supermodels in a cab. Uh, proof. Uh, I got my swag of some, some proof. New watch alert. The Hublot. Oh, the big face rollies. I, I got, got two of those. those. He said that shit, and literally, it sparked like, uh, we got to get Hublots. Today. I, I remember <laughs> when that shit started, yeah. and the Hublot became, like, mentioned a lot. It just became, like, a thing. Then when you actually get into, like, learning about watches and reading about them, and you realize Hublot is, like, the entry-level 
Yeah, I'm saying. Listen, they give them shits away when you win poker tournaments for the man, WPT now. This like, is this, this one guy that he got this viral watch blog guy from Ireland, and uh, he just all, he, every video he makes, no matter what it's about, <laughs> he trashes Hublot every time. The boy posted a joint on on his uh, on his page. It was a nigga like winning a gold, like a gold medal at like a Olympic race, yeah. and he's on the podium, and it said Hublot. It said it said Hublot owners, and he was holding the medal up. Then he was biting it to show. It was oh, and real. it was third place, and literally it was like eighth place <laughs> on the podium. It was it was like Rolex, AP. Everybody's just like looking down at him at the bottom of the podium. I was fucking dying. <laughs> But it was like Baccarat, Omega, <laughs> Rolex, AP, like all these motherfuckers, a different watch owners, just looking at him. He doesn't have And it's just like, that's how our culture is. Like, if and that's where the whole, uh, what's the word they love now for people who tell other people what to do? Influencers. That's where the influencer shit comes from. Because if this chick wears it, the, the chick Ari puts on the shit with all the little moons. All the bitches got the shit. Yeah, I was asking moons. my girl the other night. I'm like, yo, who? Like, where did that come from? I asked like, the same shit the other night. I'm like, what nobody is, can answer. What me. is the moon shit and where did it come? Nobody from? can answer me. Nobody can tell me like who wore it first. Like who started it? And they're like, oh, well, it was these white girls and this and so on. Like, well, what? What black? Like, all right, because that doesn't tell me anything. Because when white girls wear shit, y'all don't give a fuck about it. Mm -hmm. They not built like y'all. Well, now they are. But <laughs> historically, they yeah. weren't built like y'all. But y'all, <laughs> y'all weren't wearing shit based off of them unless it was like a. Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner, somebody of, of that ilk. So I'm like, who the fuck wore this that got all y'all like, we gotta have Marine Sarah and nobody can fucking explain it to me. Yeah. And it's just the strangest fucking phenomenon. I asked my homie the other day who is a, a, a two-watch guy. He's, you know, he is a, a success <laughs> on the city. And I, I asked him like, what what is the purpose in the two-watches shit? And he could not Absolutely not. Like, he just could not verbalize and niggas don't even know Birdman invented that. Birdman was doing that shit in the nineties. In the nineties, yeah. When they did the ten when, chains, two watches. When Rap City did the uh, the Magnolia tour on the base, not the basement. Um, damn, what the fuck was the name of the show? It was Rap City, but it was before they was doing the basement with Big Tigger. And they went to Magnolia Project. Yeah. That's when Juvie had the Jag and they had the Prowlers and all that shit. They took him to Birdman Aunt Crib who was frying yeah. the catfish and shit. And Birdman was doing that shit with the two watch. He yeah. was doing that shit. That was like 98. 98. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like niggas be thinking, be making the mistake also of thinking they setting trends, not even realizing they recycling some shit that already happened. But they just don't have the point of reference or they do, but it's like in their subconscious so they don't connect it to yeah. like... This is why I'm really doing this. Right, like they don't right, be understanding right. like the heart of the issue or the real inspiration behind it. But none of this shit be be new for real, for real like that. But it's just like my whole thing just be in everything that I do as far as fashion wise, neatness, and then as far as like jewelry is class. Like I don't want to. I'm not showing up with no big goofy bubble letter pendant on all that shit. Like that shit is off brand for me. Like it just doesn't make yeah, them, sense. Them bubble letters is the worst. It's disgusting. Invention ever. It's nasty. The uh, the marshmallow steak puff letters, <laughs> yeah, them Jones. I don't like them at all. It's uh, nasty. That's I, that's that's one of the worst jewelry errors. Is is the is the bubble letter chain error? It's it's uh, it's not quite over, but it's like almost. I know, like, it's still going on. <laughs> it's bubble letters is going out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, bubble it's, letters is getting produced. Yeah, the long chain error was terrible. Oh my god, the the mob deep error. I rock yeah. forty inch cables. <laughs> my my chain bang glass cables. <laughs> Like, why, Prodigy? Why?
My chain hang down to my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chain down to your belly button, piece down to your to your nuts. It's just like this is not smooth at all. Like where Yo. can you go? Then when then when Jay Z made niggas dress up, niggas still had the long no, chain yeah, with, a with, button the, with the button yeah. <laughs> open with the T under it, long ass chain on. Just like you look ridiculous. <laughs> Long chain era was terrible. It was awful, that man. That shit was nasty, man. It was awful. Nigga Jibs had a nigga Jibs got a hit out of that shit. Do your chain hang, hang low, low, do it while to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about Cali's new album? You can, because I ain't listened to it. Uh I looked at the track listen and I made my mind up. I said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the song with little whatever got little baby on it, I'm gonna listen to that. Jay Z and Nas, John. I might listen to that. I still haven't heard it. No, no. Oh, I said he got her on here. I'm gonna listen to her because she's my favorite artist right now. You better drink a Red Bull. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to, to the song with her on it, and I and I like Cardi B, and she smells wonderful in person. I'm gonna listen to her song. That's all I got from it, and I that, that was four days ago. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, so I listened to it. Um, people are saying Khaled is washed. As far as putting an album out, Khaled was watched three albums ago. I, if we keeping it a buck, and I love Khaled to death. I'm gonna give Khaled props for getting the album done during the COVID right. shit, because that's difficult yeah. to get all. And it, he's got everybody on there: Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, Cardi B, Drake, Hove, like Justin you, Bieber. You name him, Nate. He got him. You know what I mean? Khaled's hold over the the the. The streets, like that we taking over, it's that done. we the best. It's done. Yeah. Khaled is selling furniture. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't control the streets when you're trying to sell me a silly sort of yeah. mattress. Yeah. <laughs> when I look back at Khaled's initial, you know, remember when the first John hit? Um, we taking over? Well, no. Uh, no, no, no. Holla at me, baby. Holla at me, baby. Who it was, was the first sh- person on that? Uh, was it Paul Lil Wall. Wayne? No, Lil Wayne started it. You got the right one. Yeah, you got, you the, got right the right one. one. It's Weezy fucking, fucking baby. baby. Yeah, like when that shit hit, yeah. it was like Rick Ross had on a Every Day I'm Hustling t-shirt. Yeah. Like if y'all don't know, that's me. That's <laughs> like, I'm on that, two songs. I'm on two songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When that shit hit, it was yeah. like, the fuck is this? Then I'm So Hood. With that Plies verse. Then the We Taking Over. Then the I'm On Ones. Then the, you know, uh, what was the Johnny had uh, with, with Ross, Wayne, and Plies? Um... Welcome to my hood. Like he yeah. just, it was just banger after banger. Like he couldn't stop. And then he started doing them remixes with seventy five people on, yeah. and it was just like, all right now, all right now. <laughs> like you, you're getting carried away now. Khaled got so big. Obama came out to "All I Do Is Win." Yeah. Oh, I forgot about "All I Do Is Win." Yeah. That shit is like because it's universally hated. But <laughs> yes, like. Big, just smash street records. Remember the joint with uh, Cash Flow? Like, he just was influencing so much. He had was, fucking, was it Ace Hood, his artist? Yeah. Yeah. He had Wild Thoughts with Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. That's a Khaled song. Dog. Dog. <laughs> I got the keys, keys, keys. Like, he just... He, yeah. he Like, Khaled was putting up nine figures every album cycle. Yeah, it had to be. Easily. 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 You got songs that's going eight million. You got another joint going four. You got another joint going three. Yeah. Like... Fuck if the rest of the album is terrible. Yeah. You got 14 million out the yeah. gate. Like, it don't matter. And he was like, even down to like shit like having Beans and Kiss on a song together. And just, it was yeah. a lot of, uh, uh, what, the joint with Kanye and T Pain. Uh, uh, Go Hard. 
I would think it's not that Then Khaled, Jay jumped on the remix. Dog, like Khaled couldn't miss. Yeah, Khaled was in point. control, man. And yeah, you know, he's missing now. You know what I'm saying? Like he couldn't miss then. He 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 be missing every I now. I think and then. that he's gotten to a point where <clears throat> we talk a lot about quality control when it comes to right, music creation. Right, right. He's gotten to a point where his ear is so trained to like listen for a hit record instead of just making dope music. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten to the point where because he made all these hit records, nobody is questioning him. Mm-hmm. And like he's listening to them fluty xylophone kazoo beats and he like, this gonna kill radio. And then it's like, nah, we not on that. Like the trenches is controlling hip hop right, right now. Like right. Lil Baby and Dirk and the Baby are the biggest artists out right now. And then the next tier of artists is like ESTG, uh, who else is up there right now with that? Um, ESCG, Babyface Ray, Forty Two like, Doug, Forty Two like, Doug. It's the street niggas. So it's like you, you gotta got Meek and this person and that. Like right, you know. It's so just, it's like he needed to like go all the way down and then build it back up. Come from the bottom. Come yeah. from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? That 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 should have been his plan as opposed to we gonna do top down hit record Jay Z and Nas this and this this and this and this and this and this because then. Your hit your your street records don't hit the same because the hit records ain't hitting the same. Right. So it's just like we we you're you're putting us in a position where we're hearing we're hearing you almost like, like the inside only way, out. The only way I'm gonna like this is if I'm a dick eater. And that's unfair that's- to me. You know what I mean? And that's how I felt like going into this album, like once I really started getting into it. So of course, like everybody else, you see Nas and Hove, you kind of make a blitz. To yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Like you blitz to that song, like oh shit, Nas and Hov want to try it together. All right, let me check this shit out. And I'm a I'm a real live Nas fan. I like I I like Jigga. I say that all the time. I'm not Thanks. really a Hov guy. I like Jigga, but I see Hov and Nas. I'm like all right, let me go to it. My first initial thought when the when the shit came on is who picked this beat? Who you said you didn't even listen? I didn't to even it. listen to it. I have yeah. no perspective whatsoever. Yeah, you're terrible, man. How, why wouldn't you listen to that knowing we about to hear him saying? Just so I could give you, so you could give me something. I was watching uh, Floyd on Million Dollars Worth of Game. Okay. Instead. <laughs> the beat really isn't that great. They started rapping. Nas raps first, Jay raps second. Yeah. Nas is rapping like Jay in this. Right. They said Nas uh, said he had to, he redid his verse after he heard Jay verse. It, it, and it comes off like that. Mm. Like, it's not like a a normal... What you would expect from Nas. He's like, you know, I'm the Coinbase Scarface. I'm on the island and you know, with the with the sombrero on. And it's just like, what is going on? <laughs> what is like it, it, it's just like it's 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 baffling almost. Yeah. Then Jay-Z comes on. Swear to God, I said it on his podcast. All Jay-Z raps about is money. And Beyonce. That's it. That's it. But when you get caught cheating on Beyonce, that's all you allowed to rap. I, I said this, <laughs> and I got hell for it. The song Jay Z's verse starts. This nigga said, "I made another B. Haters ain't recovered from the other B. And y'all forgot about the other B. Hey, <laughs> and Beyonce. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> and niggas is acting like that's the hardest shit of all time. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Niggas man? are actively like pretending that yes. that like it's the hardest shit of all yes. time. I saw somebody said they was like. 
uh, it's crazy that at 51 years old, Jay-Z's still the best rapper out. And I'm like, no. No. Like, no. no. Not even close. No. Not even in the realm. Not even me. in the realm. No. I can name 15 niggas I like over him in no. 2021. Like, so, Kendrick just won a Pulitzer. Dog. What do y'all be talking about? So this is where I, this, this I want to go into this with this shit. So, listen, and I love Nas. And that's the crazy part. Listening to Nas and Jay on this song, what I see is Magic Johnson in 96. And that's just the reality Backing of it. Backing down on the inbound. Backing down on the yeah. inbound. That's what Jay, Jay and them do now. They're not push the culture forward or like we yeah. just said, controlling the wave of rap. They're not. Yeah. You know how I know? When Jay drops songs, they don't even be fucking hits. They don't even chart. He did a <laughs> song with DJ Khaled, his wife, and Future that just didn't It fuck, did nothing. It did nothing. Think about yeah. that. Jay-Z, Future, <laughs> Beyonce, and Khaled did nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, 42 Doug on, on the top 10 <laughs> with Lil Baby. And niggas can't, like, it's like that's the dicky and shit that I've yeah. been talking about. Like, that's the, the, the stand aspect of it where it's like, you can't even objectively view this shit. Right. I'm a Nas fan. I'm a Nas stan. And I'm like, nah, yo. This ain't it. This ain't it. And we talked about it in the group chat. I'm just like, yo, Nas ain't do a great album to me since Life is Good. And I'm a Nas fanatic. Yeah. The nigger album was not it. That wasn't it. At that all. wasn't it. That Kanye shit was not it. It's was, called the Kanye it, shit. He was. He was. He was like, nah. See, it wasn't <laughs> it. Nah. See, they tried to. They tried to. Try to blackmail me. See? Grammy that he just got was a was a um. We should have bended this for yeah. you, Grammy. And it was Nas against the field, and it's like we don't like the field that with much. The we field give it to is Nas. not it. So it's like yeah. yeah. But even with the new album, Car eighty five is all of that, and and uh all um all bad. Those are my shits. But outside and of I that, I like I'm, the joint with Big Sean too. That shit is nice. But yeah. like the joint that they tried to push is like the single i was like this is not a great no. nas record yo based on the single i was like i'm not listening to this shit that shit all. almost threw me because i'm like what is I'm this i'm not listening to this shit at all based off the single dog with uh what's they called on it uh asap and uh is asap on it not asap oh you talking about you talking about the record with asap ferg yeah and, and uh and fabio i like that's the this one song. they did the video and all that shit for but no they had a they had a First song, though, that they put out. Oh, the, the Ultra the Black shit. Yeah, the Ultra Black. That shit was yeah. terrible. I crazy about this. I actually like <laughs> Ultra Black. Like, no, that joint with ASAP, I was like, I can't do this. This ain't no Nas song. And for rap, you got to understand this. It's a young man's sport. Yep. It's just like football. It's just like basketball. It's just like anything, honestly. Young man's sport. Them old niggas that I worked in my depot, they come up on their days off. The motherfuckers that retire, it's cool to see you. What's up? But, but you can't go out here and do this shit. You get your head split the fuck over. Sure. This shit is a different ball game from <laughs> right. you driving in 93, nigga. It's yeah. just different. And I look at people who go out and actively say shit like, yeah, Jay the best rapper. It's just like, what exactly are you listening to? <laughs> I don't be understanding it. Like, it's, you, you got all these young niggas. There's so much music out here. Like, we talked about it with Sean Cotton. It's hard to go through all the music out here. But the best shit cuts through. So it's like, so if you can honestly, like, be in the marketplace and be a consumer of music in 2021 and hear Lil Baby and hear Lil Dirt and hear ESCG and hear 42 Doug and still be like, man, Jada better than all these niggas. Like, what are you basing this off of? Mm -hmm. Like, Nobody trying to rap like everybody trying to rap like these niggas. Nobody trying to rap like Jadakiss. So I, t I told my homie the other day because I was like, rap is a young man's sport, and I'm like, 
the way it works traditionally in rap is you you go into your ascension, you make it to that that mountaintop. If you're lucky, you get two to three years at the mountaintop. Max. The greats tend to get four to six years at the mountaintop. Yeah. And then after that, it's a decline. That's the way it works. No one is above this. Yeah. Not Jay-Z, not Michael Jordan, not motherfucking Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> no one is above being at the top and then coming down. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't work like that. So I told my homie the other day, where little baby is right now, He's like right at his volume two moment for Jay Z. Yes. Like his next album gonna be his biggest album. Like he just did two million on my turn. He had a song go number three. He just had a song go number two. Still ain't had a number one record. Still yeah. ain't had no smash. You he know, had a number one radio record, not a. Billboard I mean, like Billboard. One. Yeah, no like, Billboard number one. Yet. But that's where, like, with Jay go. Jay didn't have a number one till '99 with Heartbreaker. Yeah. Like that's where Jay was at in '97, '98. I got a classic under my belt and Reasonable Doubt. I got a hot ass street album and Streets is watching. I got Volume One. The momentum for Volume Two is building up. I got DMX, who's the other big dog. We're running neck and neck. You, know, it's like Little Baby is at where Jay. Yeah. Was at at volume two, yep. so it's like he's at the drone where it's like, okay, you're either gonna like go this way or you're gonna be a superstar. Fact. And then and he just had a fucking uh, Super Bowl commercial. That's where the fuck he's at. And I look at Jay Z with like '96, '97, '98, 2000. Jay was at the top. For Dynasty sure. had dropped. It's the rock holler. They were selling jeans. They had liquor. They started the movie shit. Then he fucking Terry bo- Cloth short sets. He then he bought on beans. Bleak. They had state property starting to bubble. The hot nine seven shit happened in a It just was like perfect storm shit. Excuse me. But then Ether happened in December, and Jay Straight retired a year yeah. and a half later. <laughs> I'm leaving. This is how you get me back. Like, I'm out of here. So when Jay-Z, 96, 97, 98, how we always talk about, he was heat checking motherfuckers. Yeah. Rush he was, he was me dissing. on the drum, man. Give me 750. Call me back. He was heat checking like, motherfuckers, and he was just out here just dissing whoever. Oh, di- who said what and what article? Oh, J.O. Felony? D- nigga was dissing <laughs> he was He was dissing up and down. He was dissing Mace, <laughs> Prodigy, X, you, whoever the fuck. Yeah. Mino from Harlem World, I, nigga, J.O. Felony, I, all type nigga of nigga. Nigga was dissing every motherfucking body because, and it was just understood. Don't fuck with Jay. Yeah. Nobody fucked with Jay till Ether happened, and it was like, oh, you can fuck with you Jay. You can fuck with Jay. Oh, you can fuck with Jay. Next thing you know, Cam had JJ acting <laughs> like he's in the video. And it was just like, what? Like, it was just known. Don't fuck with Jay. So my point is, when you look at Jay retire and take the the, the step off, I'm leaving. Black album was perfect, in my opinion. That's Jay best album. Yeah. Black album was great. That was a buzzer beater. It was Jordan's final shot against the Jazz. Mm. But like Jordan's final <laughs> shot against the Jazz, he come again. He, he laced them back. <laughs> he come again. And then Jay comes back. Kingdom Come, niggas, I'm back. Sent the facts out. I'm back. Budweiser back in the play, too. 25 million. You see what I'm saying? I got Danica Patrick in a video riding shotgun with me, nigga. I'm racing Dale Earnhardt Jr. I'm doing shit that y'all ain't doing. Yeah. That shit dropped, and Lil Wayne was like, turn that fucking beat up. <laughs> to the point where you don't even remember what Hove said on the At beat. all. It's Wayne's song. Niggas hate, niggas love Jay-Z so much in that era and hated Wayne so much. They tried to convince me... Wayne ain't even say no hot shit on that joint. Dog. Then you find out years later, Jay called Jay Lil Wayne called like, Wayne. why you do that? What's your issue? What's wrong? What's the, what's I the, thought we was cool. What's up with I you? I thought I was your idol. You trying to go through something? <laughs> I thought you fucked with me. To the point where when Jay did his next album and dropped his single, at the end of it, he said, I might get us to the mixtape, <laughs> Weezy. Like, because it's a young man's yeah. sport. You not that bull no more. In 2003, 2004, 
Jay wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was T.I. It was Lil Wayne. It was 50. It was 50. He they, completely sat down. When 50 dropped motherfucking uh, 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 Go Shorty at your birthday, Jay sat his ass down. You see what I'm saying? I don't want none of this. You see what I'm saying? If I can't do it, all right, I'll jump on the remix. Uh, what's up, young nigga? All right. Remember that shit I said back in 99? I was just fucking around. Yeah. Get on the remix. Shit, that was a good look for you, bro, bro. <laughs> do a Reebok commercial. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Rap is a young man's game. It's just is what it is. And the young niggas in 04, 05, 06 was T.I. and Lil Wayne. Yeah. They took control of that shit. That's where it went. The young niggas now is Lil Baby, Doug, Dirt. They have it. That's just what it is. So, like, remember in 2006, 7, remember when they did the, the Nike, the, the 25th anniversary for the Air Force One? Uh-huh. And they did that shit with Kanye and Nas and Rock Kim and Kerry. It's cool to have them come back and rap. But after nobody was checking for a new Rock Kim album. At all. You know what I'm saying? They, Dr. Dre tried to make a new Rock Kim album. Rock Kim was on Truth Hurts. Yeah. Remember that, John? Mm-hmm. That was a smash. But it was like, all right. <laughs> be good over here. We go over here. Like, because it's not an old man's game. And I know this just by the way I look at all of this shit. And it's just like all of Jay albums in recent years have had to be like calculated commercial it schemes. To, it has to be tied to something. It's a it's a he has to be selling process. us something, putting us on this technology, get with this app. I'm over here. I sold a fake million the first week. Like, all of that. Like, it's I'm, always I'm a scheme. I to my homie the other day. When you watch Jay drop an album that's completely tied into a Budweiser campaign, then you watch Jay drop an album that's completely tied into a Sprint campaign that mergers with title. Then you watch Jay drop an album that's a complete he had campaign the Samsung for jump. a Samsung <laughs> fucking phone. It's like... Jay would drop albums just because y'all can't fuck with me. Yeah. That was... That's that's right. a big difference. Yeah. And I'm like, that how that's how you know that it's just like, yeah. And then it's like you dig into the numbers and Jay Jay brought something to hip hop that I hate into the culture that I hate, which is this men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie shit, because now we're in an era where You know where he originally said that? The first hip hop awards, awards yeah. yeah. And now we're in an era where almost everybody's numbers are fucking lying, except for like the top one percent mm-hmm. of these artists and shit. And it's like you look at Jay. Kingdom Come comeback album, $25 million Budweiser budget, this, this, and this. His biggest fucking debut album of all time sold $680,000 first week. What they don't tell you, though, is it dropped 80% the second week sales because it was terrible and nobody liked it. And then I still have people to this day like, man, that joint wasn't that big. Like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. If anybody else made that album, y'all would call it what it is, which is terrible. It's a record with 14 songs with four songs that we remember. That's a terrible album from yes. anybody in any era. Yes. Meanwhile, you got artists out here that got 10, that got a a, a 14 song album with 10 songs that is charting, selling, producing. They're like, man, that shit ain't like Like that. you got, you got Little Baby dropping an album and then has to go back and add six songs to the album. Because we were like, yo, we need more shit on here. Exactly. You got Young Thug <laughs> drop an album that fucking goes platinum in three weeks. Where people are like, yo, we need more shit. So he has to drop a deluxe with right. four more. So- <laughs> like, this ain't that. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah. And I think it's 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 disingenuous at best. And and just, why are y'all like this? When they, I get it. Jay's the man. He's, he's, he's a goat. People bend the rules for who they like. Right. We move the goalposts way too much. But Jay's a goat. I get it. Nas is, is my guy. But I can look at it and be like, yo, this ain't. This isn't NY State of Mind. This right. isn't <laughs> Daughters. This isn't Street Dreams. Uh, Cherry Wine with Amy Winehouse. This isn't that, yeah. yo. It's just not. And I, I heard it, and I'm just like, I, 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 not at all. I was like, <laughs> yo, let me run this back. 
And I played it again, and I swear to God, it got like halfway in the whole verse, and I'm like, I missed it again. I'm like, God damn. So I had to like, why? I had to like, watch like what's, with, all, what's all the hoopla I about? I had to play it with the lyrics rolling <laughs> just to keep my eyes focused on something. Because I'm like, yo, this is really not it. Yeah. And people was really like, damn, it's crazy. Hove can still give us the best verse in the year. you know. And I'm like, if you can listen to this and say that this is better than Drake verse on Lemon Pepper Freestyle, you are on the drug. Or even fucking the baby's fucking beatbox freestyle. This, like, this just, niggas is rapping out here. Like, what? contrary to popular belief, niggas is rapping. Dog. Lil, Lil <laughs> Baby's first verse on All In. My mama been told me don't get no poor performance and whatever you're going to do, just do it. I never thought about doing music. I was trying to get my phone. That shit. Context full of drug abusers. Rhyme <laughs> with my cousin trying to figure out what, rhyme with that mask trying to figure out what, what my, my cousin, cousin doing. doing. Prison with the Migos found out they, they were selling, selling bricks. Wish I would have knew that, that shit. shit. I would have been, been lit. <laughs> Swear to God, since I was 17, I've been hood rich. I mean, James Harden house. I'm all in Houston in the mix. I'm talking spare time in New York. I buy floor seats to watch the Knicks. And I, don't I don't even know, know no players. players. <laughs> I just want to show my new driven with my chains and layers. That's the shit Jay was doing in 98. Just spazzing on fucking beats for no reason. This ain't that. At all. It's, I'm, I'm a 60-year-old. I got three kids. My wife is a legend. She beautiful, and I'm filthy fucking rich. Yeah. That's it. And that's not a knock. It's just what it is. Magic in 96 wasn't Showtime Magic. We respect you and love you and yeah. appreciate you for being Showtime Magic, but you ain't Showtime Magic. And you probably should go home. And you probably <laughs> should show your ass some time to yourself at the house. <laughs> Every, I, 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 it's so bizarre to me that people can't accept that. Shaquille O'Neal was the most dominant motherfucker ever to touch a basketball. Yeah. I dig what y'all old heads be saying about Will and Kareem and Bill Russell. Shaquille O'Neal's the most dominant force to ever touch a basketball until he was a journeyman. And John, him, him on the Celtics was especially nasty. The Celtics, the Cavs, and the Suns the in like Suns a two-year period. Dog. The big Shaq this. <laughs> <laughs> like, get Shaq the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and that's just what it is. So this Nas J record is like, you know what Rob pointed out? Shout out Rob made a very good point the other day. Jay and Nas don't make good songs together. Hell no. Because I saw this one thing one day was like, who would you most want an album, uh, a, a joint album? It was Drake and Wayne, Hove and Kanye, Drake and Ross, Hove and Nas. And I was like, I can't believe Hov and Nas got votes. <laughs> like one, I can't believe they got one yeah, vote. Like the answer is Drake and Ross for those. What of you would other. make you want a Nas and Hov's album over a Drake and Ross album, a Drake and Wayne album, and then a, a Watch, Watch the, the Throne too? Yeah. What the fuck would make you want a Nas and Hov album? Success wasn't it. Black Republicans. Nas came. Nas came on success talking some dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> success. McLaren's women staring. <laughs> Cut this shit off. That headphone Yo. emoji, that headphone meme. Cut this shit off. True story. Call me crazy. You know who had the best verse on Black Republicans? <laughs> Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, just Wayne here a hose beat. <laughs> I'm gonna crank this shit up a notch. <laughs> yeah, him and Jewels went crazy on that joint, but Wayne he was had just the, he had the shit about Donovan McNabb with his my yeah. dog. Like Lil Wayne just he hear a J beat and just loses mind. So when I heard this, John, the Khaled, John, I saw, I saw the reaction before I listened to it. When I finally listened to it, I'm like, maybe this is the old Jay and Nas. This can't be the new one everybody's talking about. <laughs> the visuals are great. The video is awesome. Yeah. The visuals look but real good. But that's how they trick you. The visuals look real they good. They trick you into thinking the song is dope because the video is beautifully shot. And it's just like, 
real music people know, man. But, you know, it's Jay. Nobody want to go against Jay. And he is who he is, man. He's a pillar of success. He's, you know, a pillar of the community. He He's helped everybody do every fucking thing. Like, he overly does his part. But we're not going to sit here and pretend like these raps are just some groundbreaking shit. And he's 67 years old. Like, mm. I just don't think it's fair to the niggas that's really out here talking that talk. Like, I look at Jay, like, the same way you look at, like, Michael Jordan, where, like, he don't play, but, like, every now and then he'll do something. Like, remember when he went out there and they, they bet him for yeah. the sneakers at the camp and he hit every shot? And it's like, oh, Jordan still got it. And it's like he's shooting wide-open jump shots at a summer camp for teenagers. Jordan's <laughs> going to make these shots. You put Jordan in the pick and roll with Kawhi Leonard right now, that's a whole different ball game. Shit on himself. <laughs> 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 Why is his arms so long? No, his arms but, longer than Scotty's. So it's like, yeah, Jay's going <laughs> to always be able to rap. Always. But as far as being able to put out culture, moving music and album that the way he did on. in the 90s, it's in the er that's over. It's just what it is. I saw something on Twitter yesterday uh, relevant to our topic right now. It was said, uh, they said one got to go and all of their music, it was Jay, Nas, Big, and Pac. Mm -hmm. Who you got? Jay Nas, Big and Pac. It's unfair. Only because I'm going to, I know this is going to sound wild because I'm such a biggie guy, but Jay Nas and Pac have 50 albums apiece compared to Big's two albums. So it's almost unfair. But Big's got two perfect albums. Perfect albums. <laughs> and that's the and that's the. But my whole thing me. is like, when I see these things, my, my first reaction is like, music. I mean, music. My, <laughs> my, <laughs> my first, first reaction. My first reaction Songs. is the gym because that's where I listen to my most music gotcha. while I'm working out. So I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I don't listen to much Biggie when I work out. Nas has my favorite workout song ever. Really doesn't anything to do with Nas, but it's Hate Me Now. Okay. Because of Puff. Puff's ad, Puff's ad libs on Hate Me Now deserve some type of award. And knowing that he fucked Steve Stout up like at or around the video shoot. The fact that Puff <laughs> carried the cross and was like, why the fuck you put that out? <laughs> you, want some, you want some nut shit? Yeah. Who the fuck told you put me in this video with the cross? Puff, you were there. You were lucid. You agreed to do it. I don't know about nothing you talking about. How the fuck you talking about, nigga? <laughs> you superimposed my face on that shit. I ain't never carrying no cross or do no dumb shit like that. Kill you, nigga. Fuck is you talk about, nigga? <laughs> Kill everybody up in this motherfucker. Puff went to the studio like, uh, let's roll, friends. <laughs> like that, Puff. <laughs> Puff came right up there on style ass. Puff, Puff. Joe Hooker. Yeah. All type of. <laughs> we got Mark two Curry. Games, nigga. <laughs> let's roll, friends. Let's roll, friends. <laughs> Fuck this nigga Steve Stout at. But Puff won't hate me now, man. You want to hate me? I'm going to hate you too. Simple as that. Die, motherfucker. Die, motherfucker. Die. You don't give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Go down however you want it to go down. I got millions of thugs on salary. <laughs> Puff was talking crazy. Pac, you can't even know. Ambitions is a rider. All eyes on me. Everything off of that. In the gym, that's like the troublesome in the gym. You'll hurt somebody, that shit come on. I just on. hate Pac as a human, so that was my yeah, pick. As a person, yes. As uh, a human. But the music? You're out. I, I, Pac got three of the greatest albums ever no made. No bullshit. Like, as good as Me Against the World is, All Eyes on Me is better. 
And as fucking triumphant and, and as just everything around All Eyes on Me, Machiavelli's better. Machiavelli <laughs> might be better than All Eyes on Me. Machiavelli's one of the probably three best albums in hip hop history. You see what I'm saying? It's like Machiavelli, Life at the Death, and depending on the day, it's either Reasonable Doubt or Get Rich or Die Trying. I tend to say my three albums are Doggy Style. Life had to death and get rich or die trying. Like if those three, get just, rich is just get rich is a masterpiece. It's everything. Anybody that can look at you in the eyes, like in both your eyeballs, <laughs> and tell you get rich or die trying, ain't up there or ain't. Sh- yeah. I, 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 I'm not even listening. He to hit. After that. He fired on all cylinders. He every hit, fucking he, he hit thing on every facet right <laughs> on that album. Yeah. To the point where, as much credit as I always say, Life at the Death is like the perfect album where Biggie did every style of rap song. 50 did, did, did that did on the Get Rich or Die Trying yeah. and did it to the, to the point where like the songs were actually like chart-topping hits too. Yeah. And he definitely sang better than Biggie. Yeah. Like, well, even, like the, even like the diss track, like Biggie had Long Kiss Goodnight, he got back down on that motherfucker. Like Get Rich or Die Trying is nuts. That's a great, great, great fucking album. But if I had to take one off of that list, Biggie only had two albums, so I'm going Jay. I got that from Sean Cotton. <laughs> shout out, shout out, my nigga. That's gonna sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, if, if I if I gotta take somebody off of that, I'm Biggie, my guy. Nas, my guy. So my my pick was Pac. Everybody in the comments was like the Coinbase Scarface. <laughs> Use your own shit against you. Yeah, they was getting Nas the your, fuck out of here. Own fans, man. <laughs> People was like, "There's legitimately no reason to even respond to this." Everybody's going to say the same thing. I'm just like, "Yo, y'all is disrespectful." Like, I don't know what it is with the internet and Nas. Like, I mean, they have a contentious relationship. Can I get my opinion on it, please? So I'm I, here for it. I look at Jay-Z, and and it it was pretty much understood in that late 90s shit. Like, once Biggie died, once Pac died, once Mace left, that it was like, it was Jay-Z over here, it was Nas over here, and then it was DMX up there. You know what I mean? DMX became the superstar out of those three. But it was kind of understood that DMX was, what's the best word? Give me, give me the word I'm looking for. Uh, DMX was... DMX was a lightning rod. A lightning rod, right? Like yeah. he just, it just, it just came at the right time, yeah. went at the right time. But it was kind of understood that as far as lyrical capability, DMX wasn't with Nas and Jay. Yeah. Right? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Jay was way, way, way more popping than sure. what Nas was. Just from the beginning, you know, with with the. With the with the with the with the reasonable doubt with with the volume one you know GS the fuck up like it just he had Dame he had just the all the intangibles the setup was better made sense yeah. whereas Nas was like he was terrible in belly army hat <laughs> army jacket and it's one of them them situations where I hate to like diss people but you kind of got to be smart to get what he's saying and what he's doing yeah. Even down to like, if you watch Belly, the scene where he's talking to the young boy, that's uh one love. Yeah, literally. That's literally <laughs> one love. He yeah. they they acted it out, but that's literally the third verse on one love. You know, hype Williams was uh was talk was speaking to somebody recently, and he said that uh Tommy Bun's part was for Jay. Was for Jay. I'm like, this you imagine been- that. <laughs> like X made it watchable. Yeah. 
Without X in the cinematography, you can't even watch Belly. Yeah. It's a it's garbage. Yeah. It's at least palatable because But that scene, but that's it. how good Nas is at rapping. Yeah. I come back home, nobody's helping shorty do up. He rolled two Phillies together in the bridge we call the Muops. Like that shit is that scene from Belly. Like that's how good Nas was. When I heard songs like One Love, Life is a Bitch, Memory Lane, it was just like Jay said it himself. Illmatic was so ahead, thought we was all dead. Like, that nigga could rap. Nas was 16 and straight went on live at the barbecue like I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. Like, Nas could just rap out of this world. But he was just a, he was like a, he was a weirdo, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it was. So people just didn't connect with him on a personal level. Where Jay was, do-rag, jersey, Platinum Rolly, Platinum Chain, 4.6 range, because if you get to 4.0, you're a loser. Right. Biggie, my old head, even though he's younger than me, <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> I got the team. I got Dame. I got this, that, and the third. I'm fucking all the bad little bitches. And then Jay would get on songs and say shit like, I hit a U-turn. Mom dropping you back off in front of the club. Chicken, yeah, what why you, you do, do that for? I'm a thug nigga till the end. Tell your friend, bitch, I won't change for no paper. Plus, I've been rich. 88 been hustling. Lennon been crushing them. Women been fucking them, huh? You see, I live for the love of the street. I rap to the ruggedest beats. My hall closet cluttered with heat. He was doing shit like that, where Nas was like, perseverance. Just trying to to learn you something. (laughs) And that's where the diss and Jay, like, what you trying to kick knowledge? So we're niggas is like, yeah, man, fuck out here with a Chris at. There was a blog called Smarten Up Nas. <laughs> That's how big J Influence was. There was a blog called, it was a forum yeah. called Smarten Up Nas. So I can understand why just, in, especially in our generation, why people didn't gravitate towards Nas because he was like to himself. He was an introvert. He's, a, he's essentially what Kendrick was. Right. The same reason why Kendrick ain't Drake. Perfect correlation. Perfect correlation. Kendrick and Drake is Nas and Jay. Where Kendrick might be more talented lyrically, but you don't got You don't got this other shit. You don't got that. You with the girl you like went to high school with. You don't really have a public life. You in like a modest $300,000 house. You wear Cortez's. (laughs) It's it's just, it's it's not going to resonate with the inner cities all across the globe. Yeah. New York niggas is going to be like, no, nah, like I, I stabbed a nigga yesterday. I was listening to not like <laughs> they going to love it. I stabbed a nigga. Yeah, I was, I was on a train. I sharpened up the back of the spoon, <laughs> stabbed the shit out a of A train the fastest way to Harlem, nigga. I, st- <laughs> I stabbed a nigga on the train yesterday. But like people, the kids, everybody, Jay just, he had that. Yeah. So, yeah. So I can understand why people don't fuck with us. Can we be serious for a second? Yes. Kamala Harris Kev, get your homie. Like we always say on <laughs> Kev, get, get, get your auntie, man. Kev, get your homie now. Kamala Harris said America isn't racist. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident white man. <laughs> it's just like, what? Huh? The only white man in the studio burst out. <laughs> like, what? I'm trying to tell you it's right. Excuse me? <laughs> Am I hearing this right? Come, come again? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> South America? South America? South America? <laughs> hey, what? Huh? Fucking South, South America? <laughs> Central America? The fuck? I said, let's be serious for a moment. The lady is losing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, am I here to say? 
really funny because white guys I play football, I hear this, I hear this radio. What? Are you kidding me, man? <laughs> Shit That's me. Really high talk. Shit me. Oh. oh, shit. All right, let's bring it back. All right. Whew. We need a day. Kamala Harris said America isn't racist. I'm completely done with this whole, like, White House like listen <laughs> as a whole. It was a it was a it was a it's 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 an experiment going wrong. <sighs> as much as the Trump shit was an experiment going wrong, it's the <sighs> same shit. It's just the opposite yeah. direction. Like like we talked about it uh <sighs> one of the prior episodes. Like you peep how <sighs> like Joe Biden like reeled us in with like this, oh, he only gonna serve two years because he got Alzheimer's and this and this and that nigga looking real presidential now, ain't he? Who said that? People were saying that shit like, no, because the because the because we the, gonna vote for Joe because he ain't got long. Yeah, because the Trojan horse <laughs> is Kamala Harris, a black woman, so she gonna come in the back door through the Trojan horse, and then I'm she only gonna vote be for Joe because he about to drop dead. <laughs> like people literally told me that, and I'm just like. Oh. We're dumber than I thought. Like as a nation, like when we when you add us yeah. all up, like we're dumber than I thought. Yeah. Like, and with the mistake that people made, <laughs> and Umar said this on the Breakfast Club, y'all made Trump the symbol for racism everywhere, not understanding yeah. that there are different forms of yeah. racism and different forms of oppression. Somebody telling you, I'm not even looking at federally uh, legislating marijuana, which is a, a, a law, laws that disproportionately affect black and brown people. Right. Racism, oppression. I'm not even looking at the fucking student loan debt shit. I think it would be an abuse of power. Who has the majority of the student loan debt? Black and brown black people, and brown minorities, people. racism, oppression. Mm -hmm. Then you have your mixed race vice president who has completely, she keeps telling y'all I ain't black. But for whatever reason, y'all keep telling me she a black woman. She keeps telling y'all, no, I'm mix, I'm East uh, Indian, and then and then you mix yeah. in this, and then you add some creamer, and yeah. then like she keeps telling y'all in so many uncertain terms, I ain't black. Yeah. But because her nephew wore fuck nephew in law wore some Dior ones, oh, no, the Dior, Dior ones, ones yeah. to the inauguration. I don't never want to hear this. To, to the level of irresponsibility that it takes from anyone in in a political space, let alone a mixed race black woman to say America is not racist, just goes to show you the level of disconnect that exists between her and the plight of black America. The, dispar the disproportion between rich and poor has never been greater than no. it is in the country right now. Um, we talked about this on Patreon last week. The average U.S. fifty percent of the U.S. citizens don't have an average of an additional two hundred and fifty dollars to spend. Meaning they go to work and they check get fucked up for any reason or another. Yeah. They're fucked. Yeah. They gotta have somebody write a note, permission slip, yeah. notarize some shit. They gotta will and deal and talk to a whole bunch of people in order to be able to stay in their residence. Because now the moratorium is lifted on the fucking the rent, rent the, the rent, rent shit. Yeah. So. Now you back fucking paying rent. You gotta, you gotta come with your fucking your bread. So I just think it's irresponsible and disingenuous for the Democratic Party to allow her, because when you in that sort of political position, nothing that you do or say is accidental or happenstance. No, it's it's calculated. Yeah. Like it's programming. You're using Not her. Like they court you walking out of the tunnel at like, the hey, Bulls what's going game. On? Yeah. What you think about racism in America. <laughs> 
Right. See, you just had some popcorn. Now, yeah. what you think about uh, what's up with these niggas? Yeah. So it's 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 not it's it's coordinated. Like it's it's media. It's politics. It's the big government machine. It's all of that working in concert to deliver a message to you right. to have you thinking like maybe America not. Maybe I should do more. Maybe I ain't working hard enough. Maybe the man don't got his foot on my neck. Right. And it's just like no. Two things can be true. Mm-hmm. Like, like you could be, you could work, need to work harder, and the man could have his foot on your neck. Right. Both could be true at the same fucking time. Yeah. You may need to do better, but because you may need to take some personal inventory for you, does not mean that there are not systems and processes in place to this day to stop you from achieving shit. Like Kamala, your boss wrote the '94 Crime Bill. That bill. 98% affected black and brown, black and brown people. communities. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And there was no loose interpretation of the shit that <laughs> you, was in you, it. You know what we need. <laughs> Some understanding. Some understanding, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need. Like, we need a lot of understanding. Like, because uh, back to our original... <laughs> point was what america is you talking about we need some understanding was you talking about central america was you talking talking about south america America? because north america united states of america in particular Uh, my hearing is right that's the funniest (laughs) shit (laughs) so so what you're saying is so what you're so you're telling me like you want me you want me to northern america isn't racist you want me to believe a fallacy you're that's you're lying to me a country that was built off of slavery a country, a even, country be, that even went, before slavery, it was built off swindle and theft and disease pillaging. and famine yeah. and pillaging. People. Yeah. That country that bored over slaves. And they told us that history because they don't give a fuck about the Native Americans. Yeah. I mean, niggas got casinos and shit. All right. So, yeah. this was, so boom, check it. Yeah. This what really happened. We knocked a couple niggas upside the head. Oh, y'all want to know why we eating turkey? <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. Man. We'll tell y'all. They got yeah. their casinos already, right? They got yeah. their land and shit, North Dakota, South Dakota. All right, cool. So, boom, right? So, this nigga Christopher came over here and shit. He was looking for spices. He was trying to get to Spain. Yeah. Boom. End up fucking. What's, what's a, On a straight accident. What we know crazy. as America and shit. Boom. It's land and shit like that. You see these brown motherfuckers? They got all types of turkeys and all this shit running around, but ain't no motherfucking spices. So, like, he might have <laughs> killed a couple niggas. Paul Moody was like, uh, nothing pisses me off more than when white people come up to me and be like, do you recycle? He's like, I tell them, fuck no, fuck you. He's like, white people are so ridiculous. He said, when they stole this shit from the Indians, as the Indians was leaving, they told them, preserve your land and its resources. Y'all wanted to chop down trees to go build boats to make niggas slaves. Now you want me to help the ozone by recycling. <laughs> fuck you. He said, when I get off stage in every city, I drive up and down the highway. All that trash <laughs> <laughs> like, that's me. I'm throwing shit. <laughs> but yo, it's real shit. It's like y'all stole the country, then bored over slaves to be slaves for 360 years. Then we had to go through segregation. Then we had to go through Jim Crow. Then we had to go through affirmative action. Then we had to go through a crime bill. Then we had to get the first black black baseball player, the first black world champion, the first black guy to own a fucking Fortune 500 company, the first black, heroin, the, the the first black <laughs> to do every fucking thing. Yeah. While white people been doing this shit for hundreds of years the first black president who was right before y'all just for you to get in office and be like america ain't racist it ain't racist what are y'all talking about 
crazy. All Mer one of America's primary uh, gross domestic products is racism. Yeah. Like, we produce that shit at a high rate yeah. better than anybody. Yeah. It's one of the things we're good at. Debt and racism. Yeah. And iPhones. Yeah. Real shit. <laughs> Microprocessors. Uh, did you see God <laughs> Godfrey interview with Vlad TV? No. Yeah, that's your funny shit. Godfrey was like, this this political shit now, it's 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 annoying. He's like, I missed when Obama was there. Cause it was it was like fun to go vote. Cause it was like you walk in and you like they like, oh you like, oh you you like you're here to vote. That's the way they act. But he was like, when Obama was there, it was like Y'all know what's happening. I was like, y'all know what the fuck going on. <laughs> right? So party at the poll. He was like, you he's like, I remember walking in and like not closing the curtain. You know what I'm saying? And they like, yo, you need to close the curtain. He's like, for what? You know what the fuck I'm doing in here. Like, and it's just like, yo. We gotta talk about this shit. Yeah. But it's just crazy and looking at like, yo, Kamala, like, what is you doing? Like, all right, you're not black. We get it. You keep to you've been you've been telling us now you're showing us. Yeah, posting, right. posting videos, belly dancing and shit. Like, all right, we get it. Indian, Indian niggas, yeah. Indian. We get it. But I, I remember saying that like before the whole election happened. Yeah. I'm like, yo, she's not black, and people was like mad at me. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? She a black woman? I'm because like, no, she's. What we talk about on the Patreon? Yeah. Symbolism. 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 Yeah. That's all. Like they looking for a symbol of progress. Mm -hmm. They want to believe that we're further along than we actually are. Right. So it's like, no, she. I'm telling you, like her uncle, nephew, cousin, like perfect big example. brother, look at, black. Look at, uh, where did uh, Breonna Taylor, where was that, Kentucky? Kentucky? Look at Kentucky. The guy, he's the black attorney general. Yeah. First black attorney general in Kentucky. In a symbolism thing, it's decent. A black man became the attorney general. In reality. But in reality, <laughs> he hauled off and said, I never felt connected to the black community. Nigga, what? <laughs> like, What? You had a black woman get murdered by police in her house, uh, not doing anything, when her boyfriend got up to protect her yeah. in the house. Y'all burge into the wrong house and just start shooting. Killer, you come out as the attorney general and say some shit like, yeah, I never felt connected to the black community. With your white wife, and he's, what's his name, son-in-law? Uh, Whatever the fuck the guy's name is. But that's her dad. And it's just like, yo, like, what? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we got a black attorney general. And but then we you turn around and charge the cops with shooting the wall up. And try to charge the boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Until that whole, oh, dang, these niggas is clever, huh? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you new niggas know a thing or two, huh? You know how to hire an attorney. What they say on uh, Scooby-Doo, you made your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. You, you niggas is out here learning and shit. You yeah. had some books. You yeah. one of them smarty art niggas. Yeah. All right. Next time. So it's like, yeah, we got a black attorney general in Kentucky, but do we have a black attorney general in Kentucky? No. And it's just like, yeah, that's kind of how I look at the situation. Like, as, as much as y'all wanted Kamala to be... You know, sister soldier, it's just it like it's not giving it. It ain't it ain't giving that. It's not. Looking at her work in California, looking at shit like this getting but, they, but you know what they told us about the work in California? I mean everybody deserves a second chance. You gotta look at it on a case by case basis and y'all just going off a track record. And it's like, no, your track record is a pretty indi good indication of what you're gonna do if another similar case comes up. This is why they won't let me lease a Ferrari. My track, <laughs> track record, record is shitty. Show that I'm going to pay them for a Ferrari. My credit worthiness is not to the point the where fuck? they can substantiate this purchase. When I got approved for the new condo, I was like, really? <laughs> you <laughs> sure? Y'all wilding it. 
might rip this whole slab of marble up off this countertop. You don't know what I'm into. So it's like, yeah, man, like it—it just was a wild statement to make, and you've hit it perfectly on the on the nail on the head. You're not a rapper, so you're not doing no TMZ shit where they court you walking in the Nobu and was like, yo, what's up with racism in America? Every time you speak, it's planned and calculated. Every time you speak for real, for real, might even be written. Yeah. So there's seven, eight, nine, ten people that you got a speechwriter, then you got an editor, and then you got the whole your chief of staff and this and this. You got eight, nine, ten eyes going up against this shit every time you about to say anything anywhere. Like Obama would go off the cuff, start singing out green and shit. That's when they all right, this nigga getting a little too carried away. But it's just like, no, when you talk, that shit is normally written. So I didn't understand it at all. But that's I didn't even think about that. The fact that it even came out of your mouth on a on a on a platform is wild because you don't have accidental speech. You're not Selena Powell. You're not you know the, what I'm you're saying? not the like, fucking manager of AutoZone. <laughs> Somebody just stole some brake pads. Yeah. Like explaining with that. Like it's not yeah. one of those situations. That's a very, very good point. I didn't think about that. Can we get into Kobe's real estate shit? I mean real estate. Kobe's estate shit with Nike. This needs to be talked about. Yeah. Kobe's wife stepped away from Nike in the last couple of weeks. And <sighs> It's been a lot of back and forth. Did you see they released the Mamacita mm-hmm. uh, outfits or whatever? Yeah, for uh, Gigi birthday. And, like, people was going off on, oh, that's corny. Uh, Kobe wouldn't want that. Then I'm just like, yo, 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 yo. This is what? Like, this is. What? Why? What, let me ask what, one question. Why do niggas on the internet keep telling us, the general public, what Kobe wife would and wouldn't do and what like what is wrong with you? Honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Once, she, once Vanessa says she don't know Meek. The internet is, it's never, she's never going to win on the internet right. anymore. You don't know Meek for guy? Jones Corny. Yeah, it's like, like, why that's do, really like, where motherfuckers like, is why at. Do, like, why do niggas on the internet keep telling me what this rich, wealthy, Hispanic woman is and was and shouldn't do? And do? She lived, she was with that man for 20 years. Like, yeah. What are y'all talking, what are y'all be yeah. talking about? What do y'all be talking about? Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't understand it. Yeah. But she stepped. She basically ended the partnership with Nike, mm-hmm. and they were throwing out different Jones. Like, would she go to Under Armour? Would she go to this? Would she go to that? And me and Jewel Shadows, we got into like the minutia of the partnership with Nike, and he was like, "I can't really understand what made her like." And I was like, "The limited release of Kobe's is what kind of like was the, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, yeah, like." I don't think they should just haul off and flood the market with every Kobe shoe. I'm like, no, 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 no. What her issue was wasn't the fact that about a bunch of shoes coming out, a bunch of models at one time. It's the fact that they were limiting the release of individual models. So, and I, I explained it to him. I'm like, Kobe Bryant, let's just keep it a buck. He might be the most beloved figure in basketball history. Thanks. I'm not dissing Jordan. I'm not dissing Magic. I'm not dissing Will and Kareem. I'm talking about the genuine love and respect from the old niggas, from the young niggas. Like, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. The super old motherfuckers, they don't really fuck with Jordan. The super young motherfuckers, they've got LeBron and Steph Curry. The super old niggas got Wilt and Bill Russell and Red Auerbach and all these other fucking figures they love. That, in the middle, they love Jordan. Jordan's their guy. But... Kobe was the one dude who just seemed like he got the love and respect from every generation sure. of basketball. The Elgin Baylors and Magic and all, they loved Kobe. Yeah. Jordan loved Kobe. 
Garnett loved Kobe. Shaq even loved Kobe. The young niggas, Kyrie, Tatum, Devin Booker. We, you know, we've done DeMar DeRozan. They loved the nigga. Kobe, and then with his work that he started doing with the young girls, made him a whole nother fucking section of it. Like, Kobe's probably the most beloved figure in basketball. Yeah. So to have that figure pass away the way he did, where he died in a helicopter crash alongside of his daughter, who he's trained to be like the next basketball great on the female side. To die with her and seven other people in a plane crash, tragically, when the fucking uh, Grinch Kobe's come around for Christmas, knowing that Kobe is as beloved as right. he is, Nike, and we get it. Y'all want to do your reseller bullshit and have it to where your, your, CEO, backdoor your shit. CEO's sons is hauling off and getting 400 pair of everything to sell on the secondary. Cool. Do it with the off-whites. Do it with the Dornbeckers. Do it with every fucking Jordan release you want to do. Whatever. But when the Grinch Kobe's, which are the most coveted Christmas Day sneaker ever, come the fuck yeah. out after Kobe Bryant died the way he did. Everybody should be able every to. Every fucking person on earth is supposed to be able to get a pair of Kobe Absolutely. Bryant's for $220 from Nike. It doesn't make any fucking sense that y'all are limited the, the, the Grinch sixes cost more now than they did before exactly. they re-released. Yeah. It's fucking insanity, dog. Yeah. That shit pissed me off. So I know his wife and his family had to be looking like... It's like, y'all just don't fucking get it. And I get it. We all love Nike. Do I got, I got, oh, I got Gucci's on today. I don't know. <laughs> but, but typically, like I nine out of ten days, I have Nikes on my mm -hmm. feet. We all love Nike, so we be trying to give Nike the benefit of the doubt, but Nike be fucking up too. Dog. Like Nike botched Kanye, Nike botched Steph Curry. Dog. Like Nike fucks up on the regular. Yo. So as much as we want to believe that they just got the best strategy and this, this, and this, it's like every now and again they be fucking up. Definitely botch Kanye. They super botch Kanye so much to the point where they just say, oh, "Yeah, Virgil, come over here. You could just you could do a do a design, whatever. We'll leave you the could, lights on. We'll, we'll let you make your own shoe right from scratch." Yeah. Did the same thing with Jeremy Lorenzo. <laughs> like, crazy. And they kind of botched that because he done dipped. <laughs> He's at Adidas now. <laughs> he out of there. Like, yeah. It's crazy. So it's, it's That was my, like, like I get it. And like I said, with all the off-white collabs, with all the other shit, what we, we've, and, and Ross says it all the time, the fact that this is the most disgusting part of the sneaker shit. The fact that I have to jump through flaming hula hoops to spend my money with you is the nuts. most egregious game plan ever. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And the more fucked up part is that every other industry has adopted this shit. Yes. You can't get nothing that There's you want. There's a secondary market for PlayStations. What? This is Sony. What? You're the number one electronics company in the world. I swear to God. Just make more. I'm a video <laughs> I was a video game nigga at my whole youth. Everybody know. Come to Matt Crew, because Matt got all the video games. I had Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Sega. Sega 3D. Fucking Sega Saturn. Dreamcast. You PlayStation. All that shit. You know what me and my dad would just go we'd go to Funko Land and buy the goddamn system. Get an extra controller, get a memory card, and nigga, it's on. That's what happened. Yeah. But to see kids now, they parents can't get them a PlayStation because they not connected is the most bizarre shit on earth. And it's five hundred dollars. 
that's retail. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. That you how can I not get something that retail price is $500? Yes. There should never be a time in America where something that you manufacture, produce and release to the market for 500 bucks and I can't walk in the store and just get it whenever get I want. It. Or if you don't have any in stock, you can't just order me one and then send it to my house. Oh, we got more at the other store. We'll get it sent over. Boop, it boop, should boop. never like, like huh? How f- again? <sighs> 50% of Americans don't have a spare 250. So who the fuck are y'all selling all of this shit to? Dog. Nigga hit me on Facebook was like, yeah, we doing two raffles tonight for the uh for the um what what uh this was for the the tour yellow and green vapor waffles. Okay. I got them. And 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 he's like, we doing two raffles tonight for the tour green vapor waffles and for a PS5 digital. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> they doing raffles for PlayStations, yeah. my nigga. What? Like, why can't I just go into a store and buy it? Rod, shout out Rod. That's third member of the fucking podcast. Rod made a post yesterday on Facebook. He said, going to King of Prussia, KOP, and seeing a reseller store is the most ridiculous shit on earth. Because you know what this mall has? A Champ Sports, a House of Hoops, a Foot Locker. And there's a line to get into the reseller Reseller store. store. What the fuck is going on in America, Doug? Yeah. The sneaker game is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't even try to get shit for retail no more. I don't even try, and that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Travis, the Travis Scott uh, British Khaki Sixes came out on Friday. I put in for like two raffles, knew I wasn't going to get the shit. I just chalked it. I'm like, all right, so how much is the resale? <laughs> like, Crazy. That's I, I'm I'm locked in with goat. Like or like I, like I didn't even attempt the raffle for the uh for the purple and orange vapor waffles yeah. or for the fucking sesame vapor waffles. I went right on eBay. Yo, like, I pan- didn't even attempt. And I what's crazy is eBay. fucking Mr. Porter has a Nike account, so they had both colors, mm-hmm. full size run, and I look, for retail price, and I checked, and I was they was like sold out. I'm like. I didn't even think the look over here. Mm. But I just bought some Air Force Ones from them and some other shit. And I'm like, damn, like they be getting everything now. Yeezys too. Yeah, but Kobe's wife, like I said, she ended the partnership with Nike and people like couldn't. And I'm I'm just like, bro, that had to have been the last straw. Yeah. And you know they it, it, it was rumored that Kobe wasn't even really feeling Nike. Yeah. Before he passed away. He, he right exactly. It was like Kobe wasn't even really fucking with. Yeah, him. Yeah, they just kept wanting to like we talked. Me, you, and Rod talked about it in the group chat, and I'm just like, yo, they want to just keep positioning it as like this boutiquey, hard to get, all this bullshit, and it's like, yeah, that helps for brand equity. But when you talk about actual equity and units sold, that's how they justify not giving him a lifetime deal right. because you're not moving all these units. I'm not moving all these units because you're not fucking producing the units. So me and Jules looked it up <laughs> the other day because we was talking about like how well sneakers sell and this and the third. So you know what Nike's best three selling shoes were last year? The Air Force One, the Vapor Max, and the 270. You know why they're their best-selling shoe? Because every fucking sneaker store that you walk into, no matter where you are in this country listening to this podcast, you know what you're going to see on the wall at Champs. You know what you're going to see at the wall at Foot Locker. You know what you're going to see on the wall on Finish Line. 270s, Air Force <laughs> Ones, and fucking Vapor Max. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Me and Jules had this thing. We go in every sneaker store we see on the, <laughs> what y'all got in the 15. But that's just what we do. Shaheen yeah. know that shit. Every yeah. sneaker store, whenever we together, we walk in, what y'all got in the 15. When he's somewhere, when I'm somewhere, I go, yo, they got these. Oh, no, I'm cool. Oh, they got these. Oh, no. All right, yeah, grab me those. Give me those. Whatever, whatever. We walked into, I forgot, we was at Cherry Hill Mall. We walked in the finish line because he was like getting something for his daughter and I was grabbing something for my niece. And I was like, what y'all got in the 15? He was like, 
we actually got two 15s in the back. I'll go grab them. I'm like, of what? He's like, I just saw boxes that said 15 on them. I'm like, okay. He went in the back. He came out. As he was opening the box, I seen the solid black. I'm like, that's a black horse. <laughs> <laughs> he opened That's the push icy sneaker. <laughs> he opened it. We both was like, oh, no, no, we, we cool. He was like, yeah, he was like, just black forces. We like, no, we cool. And I was like, it's crazy to think that a store that has nothing in a 15 <laughs> has forces. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're everywhere. Forces 270s of Vapor Max. He had brought like two of the, the 2020 Vapor Max when we was yeah. at the Joan in Delaware. We was at Christiana Mall. And it's just like, yeah, Vapor Maxes, they're everywhere. For sure. They put them, they, they, they just launch them. There is no, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know when the sneaker come out now, the like insiders can go and see how many pairs were released. Yeah. They don't do that with Vapor Maxes because it's 10,000 yeah, It's a zillion of every size. It's unlimited. How many it's, do you need? It's, so this is the last part of sneaker shit that really pissed me off the other day. Did you see the shit with the Go Fly Ease? Bruh. Dog. That shit is insanity, yo. Yeah, resellers have to go to hell. Resellers gotta die, like, my yo. My thing is this. Every Omar uh Omar said on the wire, every man gotta have a cool. Every man gotta have a cool. And at the dog. end of the day, I respect the capitalism aspect of reselling to make money, this, this, and this. Cause I do it on certain things myself. Right. But when you take a handicap accessible shoe. I'm not that, even mad. The resellers didn't super piss me off. I'm, I'm more mad at Nike. I'll be honest with you, yo. The shoe is reselling for $500 plus. That's not ridiculous to you? That's crazy. It's insanity. Like, it's marketed as a shoe to be easily accessible for people that have handicaps and people that are essential workers. Yeah, so what we're talking about, of course, is the Nike Fly Go Fly Ease. It's a shoe that doesn't have strings where you basically can slip your foot in and the shoe will close. Snaps in the place. It snaps in the place. And then when you want to, you can draw back and it'll unsnap and you can take your foot out. Basically, for people who might have an issue with their arms, an issue with being able to bend over, if you're in a wheelchair or whatever, you can slip your foot in, they lock into place, you go. Go fly ease. Pretty self-explanatory. Nike releases the shoe. What the fuck does Nike do? Like they do with the Kobe's, like they do with the LeBron's, like they do with the Limited release. Limited release. The sneakers go out. Resellers got their hands on them. The shoes are reselling. I saw a pair on uh, StockX for $720. I'm about to check it right now. Seven hundred dollars. Live on air, baby. I, I, Nike, we getting in your ass. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on with the sneaker community, man? Size nine, eight hundred dollars. Dog. Size eight and a half, seven forty-four. Oh. Size ten, eight hundred dollars. Eleven and a half, a thousand dollars. Thirteen, two thousand dollars. No, fourteen plus. Yeah, if you if you were fifteen, don't even worry about it. You, can't even get them. Yeah, we we know what's going on. Y'all know the vibes. Six and a half, five eighty three. Size eight, eight twelve. This is a shoe that re- that retails for a hundred. Was it one hundred eighty or two twenty? Uh, what's the retail on this shoe? Goat, don't be trying to show you the yeah. retail. I can pull it up. Uh, all right. So I'm looking at the black ones now. Size nine, fourteen hundred. Nine and a half, a thousand. Uh, seven and a half, eight fifty six. Ten and a half, seventeen hundred. Eleven, two thousand. Eleven and a half, two thousand. These ones retail for a hundred and twenty dollars. So these shoes are ten xing right now mm-hmm. on the resale market. And the shoe was released to be handicap accessible. Yes. This is the dumb shit that Nike does. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. At this point, the fact that Nike 
Adidas, New Balance, these companies are even keeping it a thing to where the resellers can do this. You're complicit. You're complicit. You you this <laughs> shit where the CEO's yeah. son got jammed up with all the sneaks yeah. and doing you 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 basically just throwing it in people's faces. Foot like Locker yeah. has a hundred million dollars invested in Goat and Flight Club. Right, a hundred million. So, what do you think they want back from that investment? A hundred million? No, no, motherfucker. They want three hundred million. Back. Right. So, how do you get the three hundred million? We're going to filter All 50, 60, 70 percent of our fucking releases that are in demand through these outlets. Right. We're gonna have three, four pairs for retail price on release date, and everything else is going through our partnership. Dark. Dark. Everyone is complicit down the line, from the manufacturer at Nike to the fucking retailer at Foot Locker to the fucking reseller. Because it's too much money on the line. Right. So imagine the type of oversight that a Nike rep has that has 8,000 pairs of shoes under their control at any given time. If 26,000 pairs of Vapor Waffles come out for $180, it's $4.6 million. Right. That's if you were to sell them retail, twenty six thousand, which is like a normal size run. Yeah. Twenty six thousand pair of sneakers selling for one hundred eighty dollars is four point six million dollars made. That same twenty six thousand pair, if you funnel them to the goats, the stock X's, the eBay's and just sell them for four hundred dollars, you're talking about ten point four million dollars. Yeah. Like a six million dollar profit yeah, margin <laughs> on top of the money made that you were already going to make on from a selling them on in a, retail on a shoe that cost three dollars to make. You see what I'm saying? So it's like at this point you're just blatantly complicit, or not even complicit. You're part of the shit. Yeah. After that, shit, you might be the mastermind. You might be the mastermind behind this shit. And seeing that Kobe Bryant's family and estate had to walk away from y'all, seeing this goofy shit that happened with the Go Flyies is just like. Y'all look crazy. Yeah, it's filthy. Y'all look crazy. It's filthy. That shit pissed me off the other day. When I seen that GoFly shit, I'm just like, come on, man. And did you see the video with the handicapped guy complaining about mm-hmm. it? And it's just like, that shit, you got to have a heart. At some point. You got to. At some point, you just got to, like, feel bad. Like, dog. Like, seeing little kids, seeing niggas shoot each other. It's just like, don't none of this shit fuck with y'all to where it's just like, Like, people huh? died over Jordans. Died over them Jones. Recently. Recently. Not just the 80s and 90s shit. Recently. Niggas died over Jays, dog. The greatest shit ever, if you ever get a chance, go YouTube to get Money Boys Jordans. That shit is classic. (laughs) The Concords released in 2011. These niggas was at the mall wearing them. Wearing them, right. And the motherfucker did the interview. was like, man, this shit terrible. I can't believe Michael Jordan be doing this shit. Little kids in here crying and shit. Why Jordan keep playing with us like this? I got mine on. I don't know what the (laughs) fuck going on. I'm just like, yo, what? GMB. The nigga, the get money boys. The nigga had the Jordan <laughs> Zone doing the interview with the dudes. Like, why Mike keep doing this? <laughs> Sneaker game, fucking terrible, man. Awesome. Not awesome. Awful. 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 Do you want to do cryptocurrency now or in the Patreon? Patreon. We're going to do it in the Patreon. Yeah, we're going to do crypto on Patreon. Crypto on the stock market on Patreon. Uh, again, man, we appreciate all the support. Um, we just want to keep, you know, Stepping the levels up, keep pumping out this content, man. Uh, follow us uh, on social media at official trpe. Follow me personally on Instagram cdiddy.trpe. Follow Matt. Matt makes me sick. sick. And uh, the website officialtrpe.com. We are gone. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.